Thanks so much for downloading the podcast. If you would like to support the pod financially, we're on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash haveawordpod. If you sign up, you can get potential discounts on merch, future live shows, post-rona. But the big one is you'll get the Wednesday full episode, which is exclusive on Patreon. So Monday, that's for everybody. Friday, that's for every motherfucker as well. But Wednesday is just for patrons. Sign up at patreon.com slash haveawordpod. Appreciate you. What is happening, kids? Today's sponsor, as always, is Beer52. Now, if you don't know who these are yet, where have you been? They are the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club, and they've teamed up with us to give our listeners a free case of beer. That's eight free beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack. Did I mention it's for free? You pay fuck all, apart from the £5.95 postage, which is nothing. You'll then become a member of their craft beer discovery club, and they will send you a different theme every month. Previous themes have included the beers of Germany, the beers of California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa and many many more you'll find beers and ales you would never have found on your own also you can pause or cancel your membership to Beer 52 at any time but for now just go and get your free case of beers okay go to beer52.com slash word that's b-e-e-r 52.com slash w-o-r-d and you'll get a free case of beer and every time one of you signs up they send us a bit of money you're supporting us you're getting yourself some free ale everyone's a winner now let's get back to the pod now I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, oh Jesus. Don't be muscled again. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? Don't chat to me. I can see fumes coming off your pom pom look like petrol station. Disgusting. Follow us on social media at Hava One Pod. And don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash have a word pod Cha! they go by alan and dave aaron and dean granddad and the yeti or even chanel and denise but what's for sure is they are the funniest leads in the podcast game don't be a tory down your tabo shandy and tell a friend this is have a word <laughs> It's time to talk some shit with Adam and Dan. Welcome to the first ever Have A Weird podcast where we're letting some other cunt come on and try and be as funny as us. Yeah. I mean, someone's going to have to play the straight man at some point, aren't they? Can't be three fucking bellends doing shtick. <laughs> that looked like you were doing an advert for Iron Brew. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, since Adam's been full episodes on YouTube, he's gone very commercial. Have you got a secret sponsorship that you're not oh, telling me about? Actually, I don't know whether we'll be allowed to have that on camera. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, Elmhurst Spring as the zone water, I think we'll be okay with. If anything sums up where we are in our <laughs> respective careers, you getting sponsored by Iron Brew Extra, which is a fairly cool... For, I know it's a British company, but it's pretty cool. It's also the colours of the podcast, isn't it? It's the colours of the podcast. And then I'm sponsored by Asdazone Still Natural Water. <laughs> Bottled at Elmhurst Spring. Wicked. Uh, That's how my career feels. It feels like Asdazone. It really <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll do a job. 
<laughs> but you'd be pissed off if you got it for Christmas. It's like a hamper. As the hamper. No frills. You're not Rice Krispies, you're crispy dice. <laughs> oh, God. I love those knockoff. Choco flakes. Love those knockoff fucking brands. They're quality, aren't they? Like when you go on holiday in Tenerife and they've got all the fucking Bacardi, Smirnoff, Malibu. And you're like, can I have like, whatever, double vodka? And they're like, yeah, you can. Shmelnikov comes out from <laughs> under the thing. You're like, uh, I feel like I've been lied to by your shelves. When, um, Bermudi, coconut drink. Me and Jay went to Crete in September last year, post Edinburgh Festival. It's very nice, Crete, isn't it? No, it it's what? it's hot, and our hotel was nice. But in general, Crete looks like someone set a part of Greece on fire and didn't stay around to see. <laughs> What fucking damage they done? I think historically that has literally happened to Crete. They've been shot on <laughs> quite a few times. Most recently by the fucking Germans who treated them like shit. We went to hol- on holiday in Crete and we went to a bakery up in the hills, dro- got a car, drove into the hills. Not a touristy spot, little village, beautiful, young German family in front of us getting served in the... There's an accent coming in, isn't there? Yeah. Gonna... No, well, no, be... They didn't, they didn't. They were trying to speak English. They just wanted some rolls, and I, like I, this must have been Eggy because I was like eight or nine years old at the time, and I fucking noticed it. I must have only been like ten. The woman serving them was like, if you could like, if you could shit in a roll discreetly, like under the counter, she definitely would have. And the, the they were only a young couple. They had a small child, and it was so awkward. And just as they were leaving, you were like, oh, that, she was like, yeah, brother, brother. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, th- could, nothing more could have said fuck off from my shop. And then as soon as we went, can we have some bread in our English accent? And they were like, English! <laughs> ah! <laughs> it was like fucking free rolls, a croissant being thrown in. And why, it's because, why do you think they hated Germans? Because the Nazis occupied Crete in like the, the Second World War and were fucking tyrants. Like, just dreadful. That's really not like the Nazis. They normally no. really tidy and neat and look after everyone. Hey guys, welcome. I know if you have taken to Ireland. <laughs> There's a lot of bad things being said about us, but we're fairly friendly. <laughs> and we will organise the leisure centres, and there will be soft play for everybody. <laughs> Unless you're a Jew. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we got, we got this amazing level of service, and the German family were still in the shop. And I remember as a kid being like, dude, don't make it so awkward. Let them at least leave before you lick our asses. You know your country's fucked up in the past if British people behind you are welcomed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, British people have such a shit reputation all over the fucking world. And there's, like, two or three countries where they're like, you're more of a cunt than the British. Yeah. And um, I, I think as well... That I love Germans. I think Germans are quite sound. I think they're sort of, like... They are. ...overcorrecting. Do you know what I mean? I don't even... They are so like us, genetically, as well. Like, the Ang- we're basically Anglo-Saxons, aren't we? We've, we're a Germanic people. You know when you look at, like, nationalities at the World Cup and you, and you sort of look at the French and they look a little bit Gallic and the Spaniards are very sort of... You can tell the sort of... The genealogy is different. And then you look at Germans and you're like, that German team could definitely be the English team. <laughs> like, it's there's not, because we are very similar. And you meet Germans and they're well sound. But then in certain places in the world, you're like, oh, God. Germans are, are doing what, like, I do when I've got too pissed and Jade's pissed off with me. 
You know, like the next day when I've been a fucking nightmare, I've come in, I've ate like a block of cheese straight from the fridge. I've opened 12 packs of crisps and finished half of them, left them all over the place. I've shit all over the bathroom. I've scared the dog. And the next day she's like, you're a dickhead. So like for that week, you're like on probation. And you have to like get her flowers, get you do all the dishes, all the domestic stuff. I have to take care of fucking everything. I tidy everything. I do all the cleaning up. That's what Germany have had to still do since like the for world like, war. Seventy years. Yeah, like, but- let's start a union. <laughs> we will give a lot of money to it, and the union will be between me and you. And we'll do a lot of cleaning of the shit in the bathroom, and we'll make friends with everybody. And we promise never to shit in the bathroom again. Germany shagged all our sisters and is forever atoned for it. Holy shit. I love going on holiday in places where they're not used to British people. Like, I've been, we've been to Italy once, and you just sort of expect people to be like, oh, God, fucking English tourists. But that only happens in basically Spain, Portugal, Turkey, Greece, where they're fucking useless. If you're in the Italian hills, they're like, oh, you're English. And it's the weirdest feeling to be like, we are English. Are they taking the piss? Isn't it weird? It's just because they've never had loads of tourists from there. How, like, English, if you call someone, he's English. It sounds quite sort of posh and almost royal. But British is just the opposite, innit? Does it? We hate the British. The English. The, they like tea. They have nanas and tea cosies. I, uh, I think it's really when you're gigging in Scotland or Wales and you say this country or, you know what, we're like the British. <laughs> you can feel the crab in like. <laughs> I made, I made that in, mistake in, at one English of my sounds gla- nice, but we've pissed so many people off. The Glasgow tour dates when I was like in this country and I went and I'm talking about Britain not Scotland and I got a boo and I was like look we gave you the chance to fucking leave and you said no shut up you're ours forever <laughs> and you could feel like the, it got a laugh but there was people in the room like <laughs> I'm going fucking stab this cunt in the Glasgow mate Glasgow are basically gigging in Glasgow is like being a German in a bread shop in Crete sometimes <laughs> you know, they're like oh is that especially when they've had fucking old Tommy Glasgow on before you're like yeah. what the fuck what's, what's the it f- like in G12 LF LFU <laughs> That, that that? Is, what the fuck was that? Was that a Glass Region postcard? Yeah. That's what I was doing. I thought, G12 of G12 LFU. Oh, that street's really. Especially numbers 12 to 26. Rough cunts around there. Oh, a bit of local. Oh, the old local. Anyway, went on holidays to Crete with Jane. <laughs> Good point. That was my fault. That was my fault. And, you know, you talk about. That like, happens a lot, doesn't it? That really happens a lot. Of the massive spiral from because a- if you've got two knobheads with ADD <laughs> you're trying to do Glaswegian postcodes and I'm trying to do like the Nazi occupation of Crete and you're just like I just had a story about a holiday Dan look at you trying to get your fucking Iron Brew sponsor in <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're ever in G12 LFU fucking Iron Brew extra can you really feel the flavour in that Adam and if you're ever on a fucking council estate in Roncon try Asda's <laughs> Elmer's Spring oh I can taste the tap <laughs> Elmhurst Spring mate it's just we've your we've managed to get the flavour of a mug into the water oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went when how was your holiday have you ever been on holiday in Crete Adam yeah just once <laughs> We nearly got killed by six dogs, and it was when you mentioned before, like the shit ale. Like I was drinking from 
breakfast. I was drinking just beer from breakfast until I went to sleep every day. And not one day did I even get tipsy. Not even like a little bit. Just not at all. And it was a nice hotel as well. Like when you know when you do that, like the airport drop off route, you transfer, right? Me and Jade thought for a minute we'd booked a really bad holiday because we're driving from the airport through Crete. And we're stopping at these hotels going, oh my God, look at the fucking state of this place. This is terrifying. Like, there was, like, smackheads and everything outside the hotels and, like, stray dogs and shit. I'm oh, like, hang on. Cretian smackheads? <laughs> yeah. Or British smackheads? No, Cretian. How well is the UK doing? They're like, right. Outside of the smack. We'll pick you up near the bins. <laughs> it, was, it was terrifying. We right. were like, this is not a holiday resort. And then we pulled up at this hotel and we were like, oh my God, this is a good one, isn't it? Like, you'd be lucky if you'd book this. And they went, uh, Roe and Laycock. I mean, they were like, because ah! we hadn't like overly researched it. We booked it like the, the, the week before. Yeah. And very nice hotel. Four star, cheap as fuck, because Crete's on its ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a great way. What a really aggressive, competitive way to book holiday. <laughs> Where have you uh, booked your holiday this year? Well, we've got a full fucking all-inclusive 210 quid in fucking Mozambique, mate. <laughs> and that's not a euphemism. We're literally going to Mozambique. We're in the Royal Palace. It's fucking quality. It was like 350 quid each for a week, all-inclusive, at a four-star hotel. What? Yeah. 350... Hang on. 350 quid, all-inclusive. Four stars. Right. <laughs> you still celebrating it? What's wrong? Why, why are you surprised by that? That just sounds... A good deal. It's suspiciously cheap. Exactly. It's one of them on, online where you'd be like, no, I don't trust Sonitas, Sonitas, Creed, Sonitas. What you want to do? You book your holidays where there's fucking economic depression because they oh are God. fucking throwing the ale at your lap. Oh my god! It's the most depressing way to spend your holiday. Yeah, we stayed on the in the hotel, you know, on the property because if you went on the streets, there's children crying, there's beggars, there was a bit of gun, sh there was gunfire, but you know, three hundred and fifty quid all in. Not one day did I get pissed, and I, I said to the bartender, "What's the percentage volume on the on these beers?" And he goes, "Oh, like Carling." <laughs> what? He goes, same as Carling, or very similar. And I was like, you haven't got a fucking clue, have you? This is 1% alcohol. This is like Ben Shaw's shandy that you fucking <laughs> put in your taps. Shandy bass. What, um, um, what did you actually find out what percentage it was? No. Isn't that kind of good, though? Isn't that... So if you're going to drink from breakfast to, like, supper, if you're literally brushing your teeth with the fucking house lager... Isn't it good that it just ticks you over? Otherwise, you're going to be fucking mullered by, like, quarter past one in the afternoon. No. First of all, that's what you're going on before. No, but I mean, I like getting drunk, but it's not a fucking... Like, if you're in an all-package holiday, like, all-inclusive, you're there for a week with your missus. But I didn't You get, don't want to I be, like, trying to fight... It, it gave me no high. All right. So it was like just drinking pint after pint of Diet Coke all day. <laughs> In fact, you'd have been more buzzy off a full, like, that yeah. much caffeine. Like, <laughs> exactly. Every, every night at tea time, Adam's like, yes, mate, get the fucking bread roll. <laughs> it was like they'd just got, like, beer-flavoured fizzy water and put some food colouring in it. Shite. And right. then we went for a walk one night, and there was, like, four dogs on the beach, and there was some people, so we assumed the dogs were with the people. And then we took, like, this little 
off the beach, off the beaten track, like there's a bit of trees in that, and the dogs followed us. <laughs> and we thought we were gonna get fucking mauled. Like one of them was like wolf like, you know, like a big husky looking fucker. And then the two little ones and one like muscly one. And then they were bullying another dog and Jade was like we've got to save it I was like we've got to get out of here <laughs> daft con this is natural selection they, then we, they went to school with each other them dogs they've known each other years you don't know what's happening it was it, like I, I was like keeping a brave face and so was Jade but I was like trying to protect her I was like babe come on we need to go this way and she's like yeah but what are they I was like come on no come on look they obviously know each other and the, 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 it's a park and maybe that's the run but you don't want to get involved in animal politics like that and we got onto the street and I was like are you fucking messing me they could have fucking killed us oh did you what so you kept it friendly in front of the dogs within earshot yeah right because <laughs> the foreign dogs understand like domestic disputes between they, couples they, they understand aggression don't they oh, and, and noise right 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 I'll say this right now this feels controversial I fucking hate foreign dogs I hate all foreign animals. As soon as I'm abroad, I'm like, I don't trust you. I've been chased by a golden, a, 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 literally a golden retriever in fucking Portugal. I went for a really ill-timed jog. Uh, do you know when you've been on holiday, you're like, oh, fat and sweaty. And then you get in your head like, no, I need, we're there for 10 days. And about day four, day five, I was like, I'm just going to go for a bit of exercise. Golden retrievers, is I'm, am I thinking of the right dog? Like Labrador looking, like, they're yeah. like the, the cutest, most friendly family dog. In Portugal, it, it was almost like it looked like a golden retriever and it had like the black eyes of a shark and I got chased down a fucking grubby lane in Portugal. How old I ate I uh thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> it was a year before last. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say no. <laughs> Which nine year olds going jogging? What kind of fucking knob? I know I'm a knobhead, but I wasn't that much of a knobhead at nine. Like, guys, mom, dad. I'm just a bit worried about my, you know, cholesterol. My BMI's a nightmare. I'm off jogging. With a little Fitbit. Get back in your fucking room, you weirdo. Yeah, I just don't like foreign dogs or squirrels. Foreign squirrels can fuck off as well. What about British squirrels? British squirrels are sound. I know I sound like, the, like a squirrel Brexit supporter. <laughs> But I think, honestly, I'm not even like anti-grey squirrel. You know, everyone's like, oh, red squirrels are majestic, beautiful. These fucking grey squirrels come over here eating our nuts. I don't give a shit. A grey squirrel's not just old red ones. What? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that was banter. No, like, I thought they were just dead on. What, <laughs> they gone grey? No way, I love it. You don't think... No, I'm calling the bullshit bell. I, honestly, there was just a second where I genuinely thought... You actually believe that? I thought. Haven't they just got really old? <laughs> like a foreign cat. When the oh foreign cats. When you're at a restaurant on your holidays, and then you hear like, which is not like it's not like they speak a foreign cat language. Mm. It's like I'm dying. They're awful. Have you um, ever been for a massage? It is on. It is. <laughs> <laughs> What's in your fucking Iron Brew sponsor? It's not. It's you went to trying to bang me really quick. <laughs> it's not like completely. Go on. It, it's a tangent. It's not a right angle. No, I like it on holiday. Yeah, yeah. I like a massage. I like a massage as well. Okay. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Where's this leading to? Come on, let's be quick. We've got a guest Jade. coming on. Got um. Got a massage 
in Crete on on because yeah. we, we stayed at the Atlantica at Kizus. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> and they have a spa like on site, and it's like a popular spa. People come from other hotels for it because it's fucking yeah. a doozy. So we booked a couple's um, head and scalp massage, and then a full body one afterwards. What head and scalp? Yeah, you just get like you just play with your hair for a bit. No, I'm not into that. Yeah, well, back, shoulders, and then that's it. <laughs> I haven't ever had anything else. You never had a happy ending. You have? No, honestly, I've, I've really uh, not. There was a gap I've there. Only, I'll no, never, I'll never believe you. No, I th- in, in my head, I feel like you go, you have. I was like, in my head, I think I was going to go, I would. Yeah, but I've only never ever had a, a massage from a Chinese guy in Edinley and Leeds. <laughs> That would have been really awkward. How do you uh, feel about it being a man? You got any problem with that at all? He fucked me up, man. It was great. <laughs> do you know when you meet a girl and like, I like it a bit rough? And that, yeah. sometimes as a man, I'm like, oh, that must feel really weird. He was like very like diminutive Chinese guy, and he got fuck. He's like, oh, okay, five, five, man. <laughs> a really strong Leeds accent. Right. Okay. I'm from Butler. What's he saying? I'm from Butler and Leeds and uh, I don't know why, but for some reason I thought you were singing Frere Jacques. <laughs> I don't even know. Frere Jacques. I don't know if you're not Frere Jacques. The Chinese community. Frere Jacques. I'm from Leeds, Chinese heritage. Frere Jacques, Frere Jacques. <laughs> he got in there. Afterwards, I fucking hobbled away. I mean, if he'd have tried to wank me off, that would have been fucking brutal. And I was whinging to Laura going, he's hurt me more than anything. Two days later, my back felt fucking amazing. So I'm into it. So I'm in, I'm into I'm totally behind you. I'm into it. Me me and Jade first went for a massage together in Edinburgh when she comes to visit me at the Edinburgh Festival. And for the first twenty minutes I thought like I'd accidentally booked an MMA bout because <laughs> she was just had this fucking three foot Chinese woman on me back with her knee. In the middle of me spine Going Is this too much pressure I was like Yeah but that's what you weigh What <laughs> You can't fucking change that On When we went to the one The Atlantica thing And these two girls And they were dead fucking rude It was like they were pissed off That they had to do it And we noticed During the massage They were just texting So one of them <gasps> You know like when you ask Your missus for a massage And she's like Oh I can't be asking you like Well I'll do something for you And then she's like Okay go on And she just does it with one hand Can't be asked Just nah Oh no that's what it was like And we paid for 100 quid for it How, You can't do it properly While texting Also I'm insecure that I'm, In my head They'd be like Oh he's got a fat back They were definitely doing that This fat back Because they went like they, Like they, they were dead quiet But then one of them Would like do a little Stifled laugh They were <gasps> definitely Because I've got a hairy back as well Like but only in patches And I reckon they were Talking about that Oh Mm. Come on, babe. That's not on, is it? So we complained and we got a second massage for free. But then a man did it, and I was like to Jane, "I feel a bit weird." And she's like, "You're being homophobic." And I was like, "No, I'm not. I just feel weird having a man have his hands all over." I just me. don't want no gay bow fucking. So- no, yeah, you're right. It is a bit. It's better though, isn't it? Oh, it was fucking great. Yeah, I nearly loved them. I tell you this right now, and I stand by this. If you're gonna get touched by a human, you want it to be a man, don't you? <laughs> I think that's what we, you know. And there's no context for it. <laughs> If you were going to have a stranger rub you, no, I, I've had a, like, on the beach in Spain, like, a lady come up and go, massage. And I've been like, oh, fuck it, hungover enough. I love being hungover at the beach. There's something 
about holiday hungover where it doesn't count. You know when you're hungover and you're at home and you're like in your bed and you're like, God, and then you're downstairs and you're trying to watch something on TV and it's all something so much better about being hot and like next to the sea and then there's a breeze. It's because... And then you can go in the sea and just wash it all off. One of the worst bits of a hangover is that you've got to face real life. Yes. While you feel like that on holiday. It's just like, yeah, I feel like shit, but I can just go and walk in the beach and I can... You've got no real problems on holiday, have you? Something about the sea, just like submerging, the coldness of it. Oh, love it. Get, get, go again. Can you drink day after day? Um, I really struggle with that, but on holiday, you're just like, yeah, fuck, of course. I used to be able to just drink day after day constantly. I really struggle now because I have a two-day hangover, and if I if I have a big one, that first day of hangover is horrendous. Illness. Like, Proper I, I, illness. Yeah, I don't know anyone in the world who feels worse than me that day. Like, there's people with, like, who are in the last six months of palliative care. <laughs> what the fuck? Who would be like, <laughs> he's fucked him. People ringing your, your, your next of kin. Yeah. We're going to bring a priest in. That's when you know you suffer with a hangover when and Jade can, Father Jade can smell like, it when I'm in that. And she, I see it in her eyes. She's got a fucking evil streak. This cunt, you know. She looks. Jesus at, she, she has. It's still so aggressive when you say, <laughs> "I'm, I'm st- I've been doing a podcast with you for nearly eight months, seven months. And when you call Jade, I'm like, oh god. She doesn't like it either. No, it's a surprise, that isn't it? <laughs> a lot of women are like that. Fucking weirdos. Even the ones that are giving you a massage. Come on, you con. <laughs> Get in there. Hurt me. Oh. Yeah, when, when she sees that I'm properly hungover, I can see her. The cogs go turn. She's like, how can I? It's like she has to make the hangover day the same level of miserable as she thinks the night out was enjoyable. Wow. She tries to balance your chi. So, like, she'll look at me. She'll see how many photos, how many, like, Instagram stories I put up dancing and singing how many photos I'm tagged in with me mates and she'll weigh that up and she'll look at how fucked I am and she'll be like so he's had about 17 drinks and he's in this photo he's in there he's smiling there he's hugging his mate there that's a nice one that's really good I think today I'm gonna make him come to Ikea the range and a big B&M and she can just right. and then she'll be like I think we should start a diet and I'm like are you fucking she'll make me have a salad or something You're literally in your 19th bag of cheddars yeah yeah, has she ever taken you to her parents hungover? Because I've I honestly feel like I that don't a, think that's a type of torture. I don't think she's that stupid. All right. Because I think she wants me to suffer. But if her parents seen me, if her family seen me on a genuine hangover, I think they'd have to have an intervention with her and be like, <laughs> "But can, can you be with that really?" <laughs> Jade, you can't get a cup of tea. That's not what you want to say in a, in a parent's house. Oh, God. I can't do a cup of tea when I'm hungover either. I love tea and I love coffee if I'm hungover. I, can't, I want fizzy, sugary shit. Yeah, cold, fizzy, sugary and shit. And Ribena. Fuck me. Women are be going away to Mallorca at the end of September and I'm starting to... I start to question whether that's happening. I got those refund things. I'm, for some reason, it's. Ju- I know everything's opening up. But I just thought things would be more sound than they are now. Like today, they've just started making us wear sh- uh, masks in shops, and it's. And I don't have know, it's you no- seen loads of shops changed. now have said they're not doing it? What? Like Sainsbury's put a, a statement out going, "We're not going to enforce it. If you're in our shop without a mask, 
we're going to assume you've got a genuine like physical complaint and you you can't do it what's the com i know we don't really get political very often but i think this is more about lives and we're living our lives aren't we What's the medical complaint? Is it asthma? Is it basically asthma? Yeah, I went shopping a couple of weeks ago when we were building this place, and I wanted to get like a couple of these trinkets for the um, the shelves and stuff. Trinket, trinket. <laughs> um, no man can sound masculine saying trinket. <laughs> I will fucking fracture your skull with this trinket. <laughs> and I took a mask with me. Jade asked me too, and I was like, okay, like you know. I'm not going to die on that hill. I'll wear, I'll wear a mask in the shops, even though the government's haven't enforced it yet. Whatever. But <clears throat> I've got asthma, and it's quite bad. Like, you'll notice sometimes on the podcast, I push the mic away and just take a deep breath. Like, yeah, away, yeah, yeah. Away yeah. From that. I um, always think that's just me giving you a panic attack. Sometimes it is. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. a combination of the two. Nice, nice. Um, but I've had quite bad asthma since I was a kid, on and off. Like, sometimes I go through a phase where I'm, I, I need me inhaler off like six months, and then for a few like two years I can go and I don't touch it um, but when I had that mask on I uh, it, it does really affect my breathing so there's a big argument online at the minute there's a load of people who are like I'm not wearing a mask because I've got asthma and everyone can go fuck off this is a free country I'll do what the fuck I like and then there's people on the other side who are like well actually uh, you've got to wear a mask because it's not about you it's about everyone else and we're trying to protect the vulnerable so you will wear a fucking mask at all times you selfish piece of shit don't go pretending that it fucking affects your breathing because it fucking doesn't because I know because my nan once played bingo with a woman whose son has asthma and my nan would tell me if it affected anything and it fucking doesn't and both of those groups are fucking idiots and it's driving me mad this legislation or guidance or whatever has been brought in to protect people so you've got to wear a mask to protect other people while you're in shops put the mask on if you start struggling to breathe leave the shop and there'll be people going oh well that means that if I've got asthma I've got less rights than everyone else yeah it does you've got a physical ailment and it means that your life is slightly harder than everyone else you don't see people in wheelchairs going, don't put any fucking escalators up there, useless to me. I don't want to have to fucking get in the lift. Well, you do, because you're in a fucking wheelchair. It's, te- it's just a temporary measure. It's, it's just a stupid. Te- Anyone who uses the argument, like, and I, I understand that people feel like it's an infringement of their rights. Like, they don't like the idea that a government who, frankly, they don't really trust because of everything that's gone on. Some things they've got right, something that's the discrepancies. It's been a bit up and down, hasn't it? To now turn around and go, this is bullshit, this is really infringing on my, you know, liberties. You're like, mate, they've just shut shops for two months. You can't go to Nando's. They, they, they've been in, they've, that's where you're like, I get you don't want to be told to wear a mask, but you get told to not smoke indoors. You get told to do all sorts of things. It's just a temporary measure that governments are allowed to take. The bigger picture is, if you, if we all refuse, and maybe you're like, well, scientifically, there's proof that it's bullshit. Like, okay, well, there's obviously some evidence that it's that it's not bullshit. Put it on. Let's see if it works, and maybe we'll be able to keep shopping. Maybe Nando's will be able to open, so we can go and have our tea. Or don't there's- put it on and order your stuff online and shut the fuck up. But the 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 argument that it's like it's really infringing on my liberties. You're like, 
mate, we've just all lived through a massive shutdown where we were told to not leave our house. There are worse versions of our civil liberties being taken away. Put a fucking mask on. I just don't get it. I, 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 I get the asthma angle. But from a lot of the stuff I've heard, it's just people being, I think it'd be very uncomfortable. One woman rang in LBC radio and was like, I don't think I'd like to go to John Lewis for two hours. She kept saying John Lewis, and it was so fucking annoying. Obviously, you just a, know she's a bit. If you spend a, two hours in John Lewis, then you're a bell end, aren't you? Mate, John she's Lewis a is for when you need one specific thing and it's out of stock everywhere else. You've checked Argos, you've checked the other gaff, you've checked this place. Amazon can't get it to you for three weeks, and you're like, Do you know what? John Lewis will have that one thing. Or you you want to spend a bit of money on like, like, with like lamps. We were looking at lamps and Laura found one in John Lewis. Exactly. You're willing to spend a bit more. No one's doing the fucking big shop. The mate, like two hours is just basically you perusing to fill your time. She was like, I, I don't think I could go to John Lewis for two hours. I think I'd feel uncomfortable. What the fuck? Who fucking needs to go to John Lewis for two hours? <laughs> the staff must be looking at who's this not? Darling, darling. Do, do we still have toasters? We do. We don't need new toasters. What about kettles? <laughs> Expensive kettles. What about this £90 kettle? Wouldn't this look good in the Arga? Darling, I know we spent £85 on a kettle, What's but... What's an Arga? Uh, in the Arga? <laughs> yeah. That was quality. <laughs> What's an Arga? I'm really... Tr- like, I've never owned an Arga. Is it like a larder? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought an Arga was like a fancy version of the cupboard under the stairs. No! <laughs> You've just made the sounds. Yeah, yeah. It's a larder and, a, and an arga. It must be the same thing. No, it's like a, it's like an old style posh uh, stove and and cooker. Ah. And it's got a permanent. My mate Sean's dad was minted when we were growing up. My, everyone's got like, well, we, we had one mate who was minted. Came up from nothing. Basically, so potpourri in massive amounts. Bought it from China and then sold it to all these like. Touchy feely shops made a fucking mint. Sold his company. His house was wicked. When we slept over at Sean's house, you, the first hour was like fucking hell. And they had an arga, and it had a permanent hot grill. So you put your bread in between these two like metal flaps, <laughs> and then put it in, and it just took about twenty seconds. And you had the best like hotel quality toast. They're just basically posh cookers. Hotel quality toast. In my experience, hotel toast is like the worst toast in the world. I strongly disagree, and, and I don't. That little fucking this, if you spend, baggage claim thing that you, yeah. If you spent more than three hundred and sixty quid on your all-inclusive holidays, you get a better standard of toast. Now that's where the fucking savings happened on the toaster. I love it where it's like really high-powered toaster, and it goes through. It's something about it, like the conveyor belt thing. Yeah, I love the conveyor belt toast. They don't toast it enough. What you have to put it through twice. You could turn it up, though, couldn't you? If it was your personal conveyor belt toaster. Maybe, yeah. You looked at me like we were really going to fall out of all the <laughs> shit that we say. Like, I've, we've done 80-odd fucking episodes of this podcast, and you looked at me like, the fuck are you saying about toast? <laughs> um, Yeah, John Lewis, just stick your face mask on. Go and look at your fucking arga or your larder and just stick a face mask on. Right. Shall we, um, I we, think we've we got should, a new sponsor, haven't we? We've got a brand new sponsor. Let's have a word um, for my new sponsor. It is manscaped.com. You'll hear the advert that we have pre-recorded in just a sec. Please support this one for us because 
Uh, this is a test. They've only they've only agreed to sponsor us for this one episode for now. And if they make a few sales, then they'll sponsor us long term. If you are after any male grooming products, their range is amazing. Uh, please go and check them out at manscaped.com. Our uh, code word is in the following advert. Please listen to it. And we'll be back after the advert break with our first guest. Who is it, Dan? Who we got? It's Mr. Paul fucking Smith, mate. One of the biggest acts in the country. And very one of exciting, the fucking eh? biggest idiots I've ever met in my he's life. one of the king lids. He's, he's lid royal family, isn't he? He's, he's, he's the king of Liverpool comedy. The ginger king of comedy in Liverpool. Yeah. And I'm, I'm coming for this fucking crown, mate. I'm the, I'm the king of Preston comedy. Yay! That was a fucking tight competition, that wasn't it? As the- Preston comedy is to fucking national comedy what Asda Stillwater is to uh, drink sponsors. Right, let's have a break. Check out this new pube trimmer, which P.S. is fucking exceptional. He sent us one, didn't he? Oh, mate, I've been having a go. I've had a go. And is the it ball bro- deodorant. Oh! I've been doing it on my face. I've used it for my beard. It's, I haven't, it's amazing for you. It's like so precision on my beard. It's a good job they sent us one each, innit? Because if I'd have used it first and then sent it to you. Oh, Laura's going to have this on her piobs. And I'm all for it. She needs some fucking landscaping it's work down there. It's not called womanscaping. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve, lad. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I need a break. Fuck off. <laughs> So we've got a brand new sponsor today, guys. It is Manscaped. These are the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, and Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched in the UK. We've gone years without using the right tools over here. They've been massive in America for a while, and you could be one of the first men in the country to experience this stuff. At the amount of times I have nicked around my pub area, then gone for a shower and it stings like fuck, is exactly why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 the third lawnmower and it features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents no more nicking those balls when I say this is premium I mean it it's the best razor I've ever used the battery lasts an hour and a half the water resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower one of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming you get a little torch on your balls They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with the Quiet Stroke trademark technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. That looks boss, the charging stand. It looks nice, not that ugly. Not going to make your bathroom look all non-fancy. I know you've just had it done up because it's been locked down and that. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Let's get that bush to touch clean. Let's get the balls to the gooch all tidy and shiny. And you can get 20% off because you listen to this amazing podcast podcast and free shipping you get that with the code word at manscaped.com so go to manscaped.com and apply the code word word that's w-o-r-d when you check out and your balls are going to be thanking you get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code word at manscaped.com two mics two leads and a lot of time on their hands this is have a word it's weird having our guest in for the first time, and I don't think I've ever been this stressed about to start the podcast. Honestly. It's going to be some I angry energy. Volley in that camera there, you know. <laughs> we still don't know what the fuck is the problem with it, though. Anyway, it's working. Ah, uh, yeah. I've got Paul Smith here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for those who don't know who Paul Smith is, 
Um, you know, he, he saved us time. He's what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you were struggling yeah. to do it. He's 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 all right. He's out of prison. He's lo- he's I local. Doing, I was doing a prison Everyone joke. Right. I was going to introduce him as a full blown paedophile. <laughs> Remember when you did that to me? Yeah, I was going to say, you've never got over that, have you? No. <laughs> thanks for coming in, Paul, and thanks for putting up with a few technical fucking That's glitches right, that he actually fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Nice one, Paul. Uh, lads, do you want to look at that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking cheers. cameras weren't working. We're going to have to get them into a shop, lads, and have them have a look at it. Looks have I told you about that? Good. What? What he did to me, like, at the start of our relationship. So I'd known him. This, the way he tells this story is not technical. Already I can sense that it's not going to be... Factually accurate, right? You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Right. I'll tell you what. You you, you tell, tell your, your version, version of it. I'll tell the real version. Okay. So here's what happened, right? Hot Water Comedy Club. The early years were in Envy. It's just a Sunday open mic night at the minute. I feel like I lived through Envy. You know, I've heard about fucking Envy so much because <laughs> it's where I started. The game. Fucking doesn't stop banging on about the hyena. It's fucking changed oh, that. Juns was there. He was teaching us how to fuck kids. We had a microphone made of wood. <laughs> People come from all the fucking hamlets around. He um, he went on stage, and I was about six months in, if that, less probably. And he goes on, and he goes, hey, "This next guy, uh, bit pissed off. I've got to introduce him. To be honest, with you. yeah, you, you'll all recognise him. He's been on the front of the Liverpool Echo, you know." really bad lad what he did to those kids was really wrong and uh, clap if you want but I wouldn't here's Adam Rowe and I went on and fucking stunk the place out at the worst I gig I to deal with it yeah, I, I was literally six yeah, months. You know in. what he's like? He's a cocky twat, and he so I thought, oh, he'll just bounce off this. Yeah, it's one of them. Where you're I like, did a week later. I know. Do you remember that? A week later, he did it again. But I knew he was going to hey, fucking do here's, it. Here's where the facts. Here's where the facts fall apart. I did do it again, so he's kind of admitted the truth. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. He's our guest. He's our guest. Fuck the guest, mate. It's my podcast. I went, hey, can you can you can you do that? What you done again last week? And by the way, I've written a fucking response. It didn't happen. Yeah. It fucking did. No. And what he, went, he went, well, that's what happens when you shag the compere's sister. And he went, hey. hey. Right. He's uh, lightning. Give him a week. Right. No, what happened was, he did it a second time, trying to fuck me up nah, again. Nah. I did that. Smashed it. Standing true. ovation at the end. People carried me out the gig. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later, I went back to do it again. And I went, hey, lad, introduce me like a cunt again, because I can open with that line. And he fucking wouldn't do it for me. No, it's... It, I, when you meet someone, and you, you, as a comedian... You can tell if you if you rate them if they're going to be able to get those sort of jokes. It's a nice thing. Yeah. Weirdly, people listening will be like, "What an awful thing to say about someone." <laughs> but as a comic, that's like your sound. You're yeah, going to be yeah, sound because yeah. <laughs> if you didn't trust someone or you didn't like them, you'd never go. Honestly, this guy's a nonce. I remember it happening, and I, I, like I, I was laughing my head off. Don't get me wrong, but like I, in my head, I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, that was bad." That like I honestly thought he'd go on and just because he ne- believed him. Ne- like I'd never seen him do bad. Like, and, he, <laughs> and I thought, all right, well, I'll just, I'll see, I'll see what he's got. I'll, just, I'll test him a little bit, and it, it did not work out. It's only funny afterwards if everyone's done well. If you go, this guy's a nonce, and the whole crowd are like, it's disgusting. Why would you hurt children with your penis? <laughs> but they did believe him. Yeah, like I walked on. Yeah, and because I did, you know do look a hand- bit noncey as well, look like a nonce, especially back then. I reckon I looked the least noncey in this room. He's got his big muscles to entice them in. You've got your glasses and your fucking. Oh, I, I reckon you do. Fluff. You look like a trucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look like I fuck women against their will. I don't. <laughs> Oh, it's not it's not children. I'm not a monster. Because <laughs> you got makeup on doesn't make them work. 
<laughs> you look like a trucker. A oh. long distance nonce. Yeah. But because I had I didn't know how to handle it, I just walked on to that introduction and was like so I'm Adam, I'm I'm from Dovecot and there's like seventy <laughs> the people. Worst thing was, his first joke was about his uncle being a nonce, right? <laughs> I don't think I was still doing that then. I think you were, Uncle Charlie and the- Uncle Charlie. What year, so hang on, what year did you did you you started in two thousand ten? Yeah. How when did I meet you? I was trying to work it out on the way over here. I was like, is that about two thousand five, two thousand four? Nah, no, I I started two thousand and six. Right. Oh well, December two thousand five. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I I don't think I met you till like two thousand and seven. I think I met you doing beat. I don't know if it was beat the frog or baby blue. Yeah, I think I, I came up doing one of them. Yeah, you you are a different looking fucking Paul Smith from the yeah. from the lad I met in two thousand and seven. From the goth who had straight hair, <laughs> to <laughs> fucking Mister Universe. <laughs> 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 fucking hell! Doesn't it feel when you start out, you're like you're a young kid, and it like now we're like, when did we meet Paul back in <laughs> back in oh seven? I remember it. Now I remember it now. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. And now here we are, the three lids. Thanks for coming over to do it. It's really, we really appreciate it because appreciate we've, had that, we've had that tech stuff to start off the, like, just to, the most important time we've ever used a camera. And we were both like, uh, how'd you turn it on? And I said to Adam, it's like so good that we've got a mate in for them to not be like, <laughs> I mean, you were looking at us like we're balanced, but at least we know you're our mate. Yeah, and I already knew you were balanced. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I think Paul takes one look at us and goes, "They don't know how to work a fucking camera." <laughs> yeah, we need I, I, I am actually very impressed by this setup. To be honest, <laughs> the fact that you have put this together, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, me dad did it, and we watched. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> His dad was meant to come in and doing a little bit of wallpapering, and by the end of like the second week, we're like, "Come on, Mick, this isn't getting fucking <laughs> done without you, man." <laughs> how is a uh, how's is this the first thing you've done? Out of the Rona shutdown, is this is this the yeah. first little glimpse? I've done of- a couple of little podcasts and like mainly I can zoom and stuff like that. I've done a couple of podcasts for people and stuff. Fuck, so yeah, yeah, this is the first time I've been in another place. I think in a little. Well, studio. I've been, I've been. I actually haven't given a fuck about it for about a month. So I've been visiting <laughs> my missus in Torquay and shit. You are. I've been visiting my missus in Torquay, just going and chilling by the sea. Have I told you that like when when because your missus is from. Birmingham originally and she's got such a thick brummy accent yeah I got confused and I thought she was from Tamworth right <laughs> which is like not far from Birmingham right in the middle yeah, of the country yeah, yeah. Innit? and then you started putting videos up on your Instagram where you're kayaking <laughs> Do you think I was kayaking in Tamworth? In Tamworth? Tamworth Tamworth by the sea. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Where's this? Yeah, (laughs) He's gone gone surfing in Coventry. (laughs) How clean is the water in that canal? There's fucking jellyfish in it. What's down there though, isn't it? Mate, it's unreal, you know. I I did not know that there was places like that in this country. If the sun comes out, it's like fucking... Would you ever move there? I've got kids here and that's so I can't, but... Yeah, but like... If oh all else if social me. services ever get involved and they get taken off yeah would yeah. you go oh definitely oh don't move to fucking Torquay because then there'll be hot water Torquay <laughs> and then it'll be like Dan I know you've put Liverpool in for the weekend but can you put Torquay in I'm like <laughs> no because I don't give a fuck about kayaking and I don't it's a nice drive though straight run twenty four hours <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice straight run past Birmingham which is always easy isn't it? Yeah. past Tamworth by the sea. <laughs> 
Oh, fucking hell. Torquay. I remember going there when I was 15 with my mate and his parents. Crazy. And uh, got off with a girl and fingered her in a park. And it was like, I think it, it was... It's that type of gaff, like. Oh, it was middle of summer. Oh, just one of the first fingerings. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Hallow days that you ruined with a finger. I think you should move there as well. What? I think we should all Should we all move to Turkey and just start a massive comedy scene down there? I mean, I would never do comedy there again, to be honest, I don't think. Because I did meet, I did a tour show there last year and it was one of the fucking worst things I've ever Why was this shit? It was fucking awful. Because, right, Turkey's a mad place. Like, you go to Turkey, there's more scousers in Turkey than fucking Liverpool. It's crazy. And they're all... What? Like, just because it's the fucking last place on the train and it's where every country who's on the run goes to Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all like loads of gangsters there. I like having a pint with them and that. Like every time I've been out there, you'd end up surrounded by like dodgy scousers with a dead sound. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's that's boss. But like when they're in a gig situation and there's fucking beak everywhere and that. Yeah. Those seaside towns, man. Like just something about them. Like the worst gigs I've done has been like Blackpool, Turkey, Blackpool, Whitley Bay, uh, yeah, Whitley Bay and shit like that. Just always fucking mad. We've spoke about this on the podcast before. I would take a gig like that though, where there's literal fights in the audience any day of the week over doing Rob Riley's gig in Lancaster ever again. <laughs> and if you not, you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Rob Riley's gig in Lancaster is infamous for just being a bit like they literally stare at you like you're trying to do your stand up in a fucking yeah. doctor's waiting room they're like we've just come for a prescription it's the uh, what you're saying is you'd rather go mad as fuck rather than lifeless I yeah. see I don't mind going mad I, like I, when I did Whitehaven the maddest one I've done was Whitehaven but everyone in the audience there was 400 people and they were all on cocaine they were doing cocaine in the audience <laughs> like there's no one gives a fuck there because they're all they're all rough as fuck but look, got loads of money because they all work at Sellafield so no one's like there's no hierarchy there and like I want to be a grafter or whatever just like there's one old woman who was in the crowd who sells all the cocaine to everyone and she's just always has and no one bothers with her so she's uh, <laughs> she's walking around like it's chalk ices everyone was like this is her and she's like oh yeah right we're gonna, like, we're gonna have an interval people we're gonna have in an the car telling me they've got guns and stuff and I was like but like because everyone because everybody loved the chaos I was like well I'll just bounce off this for an hour if you don't want material I'll just fucking call your old nabbits for an hour if that's what you want but so that, that is, do you think you have that with your fan base because like your fan base is almost exclusively come from crowd work hasn't it well it has but like most 95% of the places people do, do want to sit and watch the show and you get these lovely theatres and like people will sit and watch, like some places you go to and expect it to be rough as fuck like Glasgow and they're just fucking beautiful you know yeah. like the bits where you've got a pause in your gag and they're just sat there and it's just you feel them just with you and it's just amazing but then some places you go and they just want it to be fucking chaos I remember the only tour show of Paul's I've seen was Newcastle so I was at the stand doing gigs at the comedy club and he was around the corner in Newcastle City Hall and after I'd finished at the stand I just went over to watch and it was the night that fella threw a joint at you it was incredible that wasn't it yeah he, he literally said on stage he was doing a story about like smoking weed and he goes uh, yeah so I was smoking weed and as he finished the syllable with the D in a fucking joint hit him in the chest because <laughs> some well, jury had gone yeah mate you're talking about Unreal weed throw, though. It's, not a, it's not easy to throw a joint but hang on he must have had that <laughs> Like, if you're stoned, like that. if you're stoned, <laughs> surely you're not like fucking hell. Weed's been mentioned, like fucking skin up and then flick it. Yeah. You're meant to be slower. It's unreal. He's had it ready. Yeah, yeah. This guy looks like he wants ready. a fucking bifter right on his tits. And also, you're not throwing your only ready nah. one, are you? So 
He had like four or five in his pocket. Yeah, Newcastle's got a bit of the mental, but it's a big city. I, it's yeah, quite I cultured. Glasgow's yeah. a bit mental, but it's a big city. It's yeah. cultured. Those seaside towns are a different kind of crazy, aren't yeah. they? Like people talk about Aberdeen when it goes fucking weird. And I think there's a lot of drugs in those places because there's fuck all else to do. Right. Yeah. So like ev- everyone just takes loads of drugs. Everyone takes loads of drugs and then goes on the two P machine in the fucking arcade. <laughs> yeah, just staring at it for ages. <laughs> just trying to win a fucking Dumbo Teddy on Coke. <laughs> I'd be honestly just getting it out, spending sixty five quid on a one pound teddy bear and then talking to it for the rest of the week. <laughs> Cocaine and the fucking amusements. Oh my. Have you ever done a gig on Coke? Yeah. Yeah. What was that like? Uh, you, you fine because I'm not low energy, am I? Nah. So I'm my height. Like I, I've had people after a gig where I wasn't on coke be like, because they know I've done it. I've gone, Are you on something? I was like, no, I was just in a really good mood <laughs> and bouncing around. If you're a deadpan comic and you're like, I don't know, fucking whoever you think Anthony J Brown's a, a deadpan comic from the circuit, and he's like stroking the microphone. Yeah, he's like, I have got a joke. Creeps and me the it's fuck been out going like, you know. yeah. for 20 years he can't do cocaine because he's gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> but i'm already bouncy the only the, the times i've done not i'm not proud of it but it's back in the day all you're thinking is don't sniff don't sniff don't sniff because you you because <laughs> you know if you if everyone hears you sniff they're gonna think you're on coke and yeah. none of this is happening the crowd can't give a shit <laughs> yeah. they just want comedy and jokes but in your head you're like don't sniff don't sniff and then you just go <laughs> which makes it worse so that's <laughs> it felt the same it still worked but I just had this internal narrative of like don't look like a smackhead don't look like a smackhead no one cares I had once I told you this a, a gig where I'd been out on pills the night before this is when I was like 23 just started out got there and it was one of those gigs where they're like there's no m- microphone and I was like oh god I need it to be normal I haven't slept I'm coming down but I'm and I was like right I'll just have a I'll just take a I'll have a bottle of coke I had a bottle of coke and I was drinking it and just because I was still a bit high and I hadn't slept and there was no microphone I started doing the gig into the bottle of uh, coke <laughs> and every now and again I'd hear <laughs> as I sort of spoke over but, and, and, and then in your head you're like move the coke away and you're like <laughs> I've done that I've done every gig I've done without a mic I think I've found something to just hold you don't need it or I've just had, like you know when the mic goes off for a gig yeah like that's happened a few times and I'll still hold it there and I'm like I don't know why I'm doing it <laughs> it's literally I find it so weird when comics do that like I've had the mic die a couple of times in hot water like where it's just fucked off and Binti's like in the in the sound booth Binti the tech who owns the club and he's like I'll sort it in the break so you just have to deal with it I, I just put the mic down and just gesticulate with my hands yeah. but I remember this is year. I don't even know whether you'll remember this. You did a gig for Hot Water at the Crown, and yeah. the mic went off. Right, and you literally about four or five times in your twenty minutes set said or like out loud, and I think it was meant to stay in. I need a mic because <laughs> <laughs> you were like walking with your hands, and then you'd do a joke and it would get a laugh. But before you started your next bit, you go, "I want a mic." <laughs> You've got one hand flapping. Yeah. You said, you, you, it's right, weird so it's, and you can't just stand there with that hand there no or like that so I, on I, your, I gesticulate with both when I'm talking so I don't I always have that hand fixed and then I'm like I'll use that <laughs> you're doing a Wolf of Wall Street yeah, yeah, at every yeah. acoustic <laughs> game. Uh, have you done the radio mic where it's all like I think that looks proper noncy when it's a skin coloured cheek mic yeah and you think McIntyre, you're in steps Jack White all style yeah yeah I, could, I just don't think I'd be comfortable with that I don't even like having a normal radio mic without a wire 
I feel like untethered. Yeah, also it's good security. Yeah. And it just nice to know that it's that's such a like an old school thing of like if it's plugged in it definitely works yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no batteries it's just a nice thing to know that where's your favorite place so of all the big tours i know you love liverpool and gigging in liverpool where's been where's been the place that on a tour you look forward to dublin. I know oh dublin 100 percent, the best one dublin it's just every time the, the place is incredible the theater is incredible they properly look after you and it's just it's just it's just an amazing place I love being there as well. And when you get somewhere, like there's a couple of cities in in the world where you just feel like you're at home. There's like some cities have good vibes, some cities that don't have good vibes. It's a very scouse thing to think that a Dublin now, isn't it? Yeah, that's I think. Where that- do you feel at home? <laughs> <laughs> Other than Preston, <laughs> Stockholm. <laughs> <laughs> Dublin, Glasgow, and Newcastle. I feel yeah, real comfortable. Yeah, same. I'm and just I'm- wondering whether that translates onto Preston. We have Coventry. <laughs> Preston's so nondescript. There's like, no culture. Where, where are you, like where, Nightingale? Where's your where are you, where are your ancestors from? Didn't you do a bit about this? I did a bit about it. We we did Jeans Reunited, and we got back to 1650, and uh, they were eight miles from Preston. <laughs> <laughs> In Salisbury, I did it on stage. I was like, "That's fucking so three hundred spr- and seventy years." You've literally like like spread your genes further than any. Oh, generation for the I'm a fucking, years. I'm literally like a fucking astronaut compared to my <laughs> bloodline. They've literally managed 370 years ago going, mm-hmm, over there. Fucking pathetic. Have, yeah. you, have you ever done anything like that? Do you know where Smith's from? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I go to my granddad on both sides and it just goes to Ireland. I did Ancestry and got back to late, late 1600s. And then it's Liverpool, 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 Ireland. I haven't done anything like that. You've oh, got to be. Is he got to be I Albanian? Have a fucking nightmare with that though. I got a I got a fucking phone call off TSB right, and I, I was like, what? And he was like, you're always seven hundred pound, and I was like, no, I don't. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, your, your bank account's become overdrawn, and you're always seven hundred pound. I was like, I haven't got a TSB bank account. <laughs> you, you're incorrect. And he was like, you have, and I was like, I haven't. And he was like, and I was like, you know, when you're fucking sure or something, and I'm like, use 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 of my name's popular. He's a fucked up here. Like, but and then they were like, "No, nah, you took a bank out house," and I was thinking, "Oh, I did yeah," because years ago when I was with Helen, we just took this, we just opened the bank account to just put money in together to get shopping and that. No, so it was you could both have a car for it. It was just easier, and then it just never got used, so I was just left it right. And what I've done like a fucking asshole one day is I've signed up to Ancestry.com, <laughs> not being able to find my bank card. This is about fucking five years ago. And just you know, when you get the free trial, I've gone. Oh, I'll cancel that after thirty days, and never cancelled it. <laughs> Could you it's imagine like, losing your house to ancestry? Taking over for five no. years. You, it's like, so oh, funny you bring no. that up. I had about seven of them that I found yesterday or the day before because I've just sorted the new car out, and like the insurance was a lot better than I expected. That payments on the card are slightly above what I expected the expense going into hiding this new studio for every month we're about to hire Carl as our producer and I said to Jade I just need to go through my bank and you know there's those little yeah, yeah. couple of things you have that are like two or three quid a month and you think oh that doesn't fucking matter that's only a coffee or whatever and you add them up Experian yeah yeah I, I had that. three different credit score ones that are all 18 quid a month each Experian c- credit clear credit or yeah. clear score and another one of them. I, I was still paying for Candy Crush. I was on an auto live. Fuck thing. me, mate. You don't deserve How to much? buy a house. 
So like nine quid a month for Candy Crush. Uh, what you get for Candy? What you? I don't understand. More lives and all the weapons <laughs> and that. I felt bad That's for getting a top up or a boost on a com- on a on a game, but to have a direct I, I, debit. I didn't set the direct debit up. I've I've clicked. Do you want three lives for a month? Yeah. After this, it will go on to twelve or whatever, and it's automatically done it. <laughs> my dad's sky bill. He hadn't fucking told me. I said because my dad's credit's like fucking grease, and mine's <laughs> not much better. Sky were willing to give me the internet and tell in his house. On an introductory offer for a year for like 20 quid a month. My dad's obviously been getting letters to his house going, your bill's about to go up. So I'm fucking 90 quid a month for this guy coming out of my... I just don't check my bank. Yeah. Our Virgin had gone up. I spent all day on the phone to Virgin and Sky and they are the worst customer service people in the world because they both know that the, the other one is your only option and they know their cunts as well. So they're like, doesn't matter if we're cunts. If he has to deal with them, he'll end up coming back to us anyway. I, I found so fucking many of them. I deleted about 90 quid a month off my monthly outgoings. Oh, mate, I would never let that shit ride. I've deleted stuff. I, I'm exactly like him, me. Oh. I've, still got, I've still got experience. I know it's there and I still haven't cancelled it. I owe two. Two and a half grand. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Candy Crush got bad that month, didn't it? Mate. <laughs> and I went on, I went on, before I cancelled Experian, How do you know I had a look at my credit score, because <laughs> I was like, I might as well fucking check it. I've never used it. And I've got two things that are ruining my credit score. They're both, you know, that like Lowell solicitors who oh, like do yeah. like debt collection. Cunt. But it says, like, they de- like from when they default, they're on your credit for six years. I've got to just dodge these cons till January, like <laughs> January. I've done that though. I I done that. I I I, I fucked my credit when I was about twenty three, and I was just fucking because I got made redundant and shit. And I was just like, oh, I just I, just just after I started doing stand up, right? Literally, I'd been doing stand up for three months, and it was going all right. I'd done a few good open spots, and I was like, oh, I've been made redundant. This must be a sign. I'll just be a professional comedian, <laughs> and then lived on credit cards for like a year, paying me oh, rent and shit. It was fucking stupid, right? Got in loads of debt, and then I was like, ah, I'm just gonna ignore that. And yeah. I ignored it for like six years, and it all went away. So that is a good, uh, a good. Are life. you not in your internet? There's a life lesson for the listeners there. If you got any problems, ignore it. It'll go away. Is your missus pregnant? Just ignore her. She'll go away. Yeah, after six years. <laughs> after will. six years, you don't speak to her for six years. I guarantee she's not there anymore. <laughs> False Smith's life lessons. Hold your nerve. For six years, it's gonna be hard. Five years in, you're gonna to want to look. Yeah, but don't look. Don't open that lashes. Just, yeah. just like move pri- to Torquay. Yeah. <laughs> just move <laughs> to some seaside town. Do cocaine. <laughs> keep getting shitty rent of accommodation. Keep moving, and then when it's clear again, you can buy a house and then it's out. Do you know when Jade found out how much of these debts I had a couple of years ago when we first went to rent a house? She went to me. Why haven't you dealt with this? And I went, well. I got told if you move three times they can't catch you (laughs) and that was a hundred percent true a hundred percent in my head the information I had was if you move out three times that debt is essentially and I can imagine you fighting that argument so Jay's like that's bullshit no it's not Jay it's fucking not that's exactly what happened (laughs) and do you know where I got it from two pints of lager and a pack of (laughs) (laughs) crisps I, I am so in my internet banking that I cancel things even if I'm like, what the fuck's this? I cancelled my granddad's emergency fucking pendant. I was like, I don't recognise this. It had only been going six months. That meant for two weeks, if he'd had a fall and been pressing that button, no one would have come. 
Because in my head, I was like, what the fuck? He's 247 lifeline. <laughs> but I'm not having that coming out. Bullshit. And then they and then they rang. They were like, "We've tested your granddad's line. He's got you've cancelled your direct debit." I was like, "Right, could you do me a favour? Could you set that up without telling my sister?" On the floor of the bog, fucking pulling a red. Literally, nobody loves me. How much did you save? Twenty four quid. Kill this granddad for a fucking price of fever. Oh, that's why you shouldn't fucking sign me into the fucking will. Dangerous game. Oh. Just move that mic closer to your mouth. Is that possible? Is oh, it, yeah, sorry. Even if it, even if it just means pulling the desk towards you a little bit, because you're very, uh, you're very, you're very softly spoken, and we are so fucking loud. We did an advert for Manscaped before, and we were like, "That's really good for your balls." <laughs> it's like full volume. Oh my god! Oh. Have you got any left? Do you reckon? Well, like those things that you've just ignored. Is definitely, yeah. No, you've child, not. Child maintenance is there. <laughs> 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 I haven't ignored that one yet. I'm all right with it now. I, once I got it clear, if you know what, once I had a kid, I, I something changed, and I was like, right, I'm gonna have to fucking mm. sort my head out here so I can buy a house and shit. That's yeah. what that's what changed. It me. does kick your ass into gear. Yeah, yeah. Also, we, it gets can competitive. We tell people, give a fuck before that. Can we t- tell people what you did with your money before lockdown? Can no. we mention that? No. <laughs> I really It's just because of what the, the way the conversation no, I'm in very very Sticky legal proceedings At the minute <laughs> Well <laughs> Don't cut that out <laughs> Turns out Shit and, got nasty It's just about to be sorted So let's not fucking Rock okay. the boat oh, And yeah. the text says That you don't want to talk well, about I just I know what I know what Does I, anyone I just, else Have the feeling Like <laughs> This is horrific and, and Laura listens to the podcast But in my head I'm like Imagine if we fall out and I've earned this money and it's sat there I just want something that she can't get at like even though we've never had an argument me and her are as sound a couple as I know of any of the people that are in couples but I have this feeling like I want to buy gold and bury it in the garden <laughs> mate well I'll tell you some shit after this podcast because <laughs> I met a billionaire and he gave me some very good advice did right. he? very good advice I mean Could- I haven't implemented any of that <laughs> It was too late at that point. The first thing my, he said was, delete dickhead. Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, my dickhead fucking, like, the, my dickhead solution to it had already happened, so I was like... Did he tell you to move three times and then he can't catch you? Four, it was. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a fucking billionaire now. Like. I saw as he done, and then he gave him, it's like a hack, he gave him a billion quid. Everyone thinks it's free. It's four. <laughs> Jeff Bezos has moved 12 times. Oh, really? Clever, come on. <laughs> Claire's accessing, he's after Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Fucking earrings, <laughs> bringing him down. Oh. I, I just he's into stocks and shares. What's your? What was your? Weren't you buying water or something? Or was that was the gonna, guy I was, from? I was going to buy oil, wasn't I? <laughs> uh, mate, I but that because of Blair. We're in our group chat, we were talking yeah. about it. We mean, like oil was hit down at like yeah. six, seven points. And what? Maybe. what is this your WhatsApp group? Yeah, mate. You make out that that WhatsApp group is the literally, like, just daggers out the worst shit ever, and it you're is. talking about oil prices. Yeah, mate, it's because, mate, when lockdown happened, Paul Blair, because he's a fucking, like, just one of them people, isn't he? He just goes, oh, I'm just going to have a little go with this. I made about a fucking 30 grand in a week. He bought shares in Mackey's. <laughs> he bought shares in Mackey's. 
when when well, it was closed. He made it, well, it, closed? He, he made it look so fucking easy. And so I was like, I'm gonna have a go with that. I'm gonna do that. It's fucking it's free money. That's it, isn't it? Because the stock market was on its ass. So I went and fucking threw like loads of money on Bitcoin. And then I was watching it, mate, and it just went fuck off. And I was like, <gasps> oh no, because you set like when you go on these apps, you set like a stop loss. Do you know what I mean? So you like you don't fucking completely like tank yourself. But then I got close to it and I was like, don't sell, don't sell like that because it'll just automatically sell. And it was like half my money and I was like, oh my God. And then it went back up and then it come back down and it was just so volatile and I just couldn't do anything but sit on my phone looking at this fucking graph. And Blair loves all that, but that's not for me, that shit. Hang on, you went Bitcoin, he went McDonald's. Well, he started on Bitcoin and that was like fucking, and then he diversified into like fucking loads of st- he was like he'd become a day trader for about half an hour didn't he he's like fucking he's looking at airlines going I reckon they're going to get bailed out here so I'm going to fucking get in here and I'm like I, I, I don't, but I don't mind that if oh, I was going to trade I'd want to know what I was, we were talking about Jeff yeah. Bezos the other day it makes That's sense that he's going to be do. a trillionaire because you know his shop is massive yeah, yeah. I don't like it when I don't get like Bitcoin I'm like what I don't understand every time someone says Bitcoin I think of the coins in Mario or Sonic <laughs> That's the basically what it yeah. Is. yeah and I, I it, it would for me like McDonald's is shut now their stock price will be low but they're going to open up and people are going to want yeah, Mackey yeah. I could see buying stocks in that be like I can work that out stuff that I don't understand I'd be like what am I yeah. Paul Blair's good with stuff like that though isn't he? he is good but like it's can weird because it's though? not real it's like like oil like oil's oil do you know what I mean oil is still as valuable as oil is but then oil prices go up and down it's going off who thinks oil's valuable so if you if we all go hey oil's fucking valuable innit and we all buy oil oil becomes less valuable and then you're like ah fuck oil's shit innit so you sell it and then it's fucking more valuable are you laughing because he explains things like I do (laughs) (laughs) anyone anyone who knows stocks and shares must be like Jesus guys <laughs> how do you even afford your socks no right because oil is oil and it's if it's expensive that's a lot and then if it's not I so think I've invested that was a very very chocolate. clear and concise I knew what you meant I'm fucking well on your wave yeah, do you know how long I, I, I talk like that on a podcast and I know what I mean and he looks at me like he's just looked at you <laughs> like you're a fucking idiot you know what you mean if yeah. everyone says right let's all buy some oil then everyone goes oh fuck oil's expensive isn't it but then if everyone goes I'm not fucking buying oil anymore I'm selling my oil then people are like oh well you can't oil it's not shit, good. It? it totally makes sense but if I was being taught GCSE economics by one of yous I'd be questioning your fucking qualifications <laughs> like, yeah. like everyone sit down shut the fuck up this is how economics works right I sell stuff right and some people buy it and some people don't now fuck off <laughs> thanks sir thank you sir <laughs> What um, what comedy gets cancelled today? Yeah. They're just like, listen, Rona's always going to be here, whatever. Turns out the only industry that can't run is live comedy, podcasts. It looked like that for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it, it, it felt it, like know. the Tory government had been like, this is great. What would you do? What would you do? What's the thing? Torquay, get a kayak. What are you thinking? <laughs> nah, I don't know, you know. I just don't know what I'd do. I'd be all right for a bit. I'd, I think I'd just fucking... I'd, I'd, I'd just, I, I'm, I'm quite good at like accepting the, the, the current situation so like when, when stuff goes mad like over the last couple of years I made a lot more money I've never had money in my life yeah and then I've made quite a bit of money and I kind of it's weird how quickly you get used to having money in the bank and not looking at your bank and just thinking well I know I've got money in the bank yeah. so I don't have to worry about yeah, that yeah not totally related so I'm to going this. from that to having your calculator <laughs> out in the fucking Tesco's uh, but then like, if it, I think it, if it goes back to that and I'm skint again I think I'd be alright with that as well I just don't because you've done it yeah 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 so like I'm not 
I'm not massively like panicking about it. That's why people who win the lottery end up skinting it. Yeah. Because you, you get it and you're just like, oh, I want a boat. I want another boat. I want a plane. I want this or whatever. And then like people are like, why did you do all that? Why didn't you? And it's like, oh, not really asked. Yeah. Happy to just I go bought back to some stupid shit, me. Go on. <laughs> I don't even want to say because I'll get burgled. Oh, please. Like, I saw, I saw well, a I... jacket that you bought and no, you were like... Well, I bought those clothes because the, the the show I was writing was called I called it Change because it was just because I was getting little comments of people like because I bought a nice card and that people going oh fucking you change you so I thought what I'll do is as a joke I'll just fucking go right over the top with it and buy fucking gold Louboutins and a fucking load of Versace coats and shit like that and that'll be all my stage gear lean into year. your criticism lean into it basically that's why I'm calling me next horse show let me in the machine <laughs> <laughs> you 87 year old prick <laughs> My, my, mine's going to be called Grandad Murderer. I'm really. <laughs> I think that's just the best way to attack it, isn't it? But then, as as fucking obviously, Rona's changed everything, and I think I've changed a lot as a fucking person since then. And like now, I'm just like looking at all this shit, and I was like, I, I sort of, I, I, I've got it all. It doesn't even fit me anymore after shit. I've given half of it away, and I'm like, oh, I'm, not, I'm never going to fucking wear that. I'm not going to wear it on stage. So I thought I'll just, I'll just fucking get out and wear it around to Tesco's and shit, fucking bright. D&G fucking hoodies and shit like that I think um, I, I, bought, like, I bought some mad watches and stuff yeah but they they keep the value though don't they they do but the bad thing like I, I thought I was fucking Billy Big Bollocks didn't I buying a fucking Rolex thinking it was fucking like thinking I was part of the fucking big man club and that with a fucking Merkin and a Rolex and shit like that and I think the thing about having that shit like I like having a pair of nice nice Nike trainees and shit like that but like these are about the limit of what I'm comfortable in like I put those Louboutins on and they're a thousand pound a pair and I'm like because oh, I've got a fucking grand on my feet you know what I mean and I'm not comfortable in them and I don't feel like it doesn't matter how much money I've got I'm not comfortable having a thousand pound on my feet you'd never totally 100% relate to this I at, at the start of lockdown I had a bit of money squiddled away just before the start of lockdown I got a pair of Yeezys yeah right and they are the most comfy things in the world, but because they're Yeezys, they're very limited run trainers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So when they first go for sale, they're about 200 quid. Yeah, yeah. But then Ugh. they're actually worth about four to 500 for yeah. a pair of Yeezys. And I, I got myself a pair. I won't wear them outside the living room. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, if I stage. go on gravel with house, this, they're scratched forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're your house Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, but I bought a fucking 30 gram watch and I had it on my arm. And I'm like, every time I put it on and someone went, Nice Daytona that, and I was like, <gasps> "Someone's going to chop me fucking arm off." Someone's going to chop. It's like me when you get paid cash for the weekend of gigs, and you've got to walk back to your car, and you think everyone yeah. in Manchester you City Centre knows, knows you've got a grand it. in your pocket. But like, I was putting pictures on on Instagram, and people, everyone's commenting that's at fucking hell. You get paid too much to have that watch on and shit like that. And I was like, "I'm getting rid of this. Got rid of it." got rid of it because I was like I don't need people to got back to a little black Casio <laughs> I, but the thing is I wasn't even fucking telling them I was looking at my phone for the time yeah but I, your fan base is you're a, you're a lad done good aren't you from a working class city you sell well in all the seaside yeah, cocaine but, towns yeah so is it they, they want you to do well they love they you do, but, but is it, it only takes like, oh, one fucking it only takes one fucking not, it's, it's not even that it's just I, I'm just not comfortable having that on my arm do you know what I mean because someone's gonna fucking it only takes one because it's untraceable and it takes one cunt to just slap it off your arm or knock you out for it and it's gone you're never getting it back it's I'll be insured. honest with you it was insured if I knew your watch would cost 30 grand I might have swatted you yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean yeah would. is this why you've been working out to just protect, yeah. protect your fucking <laughs> shoes and jewellery yeah what, what moves have you met Paul I've met the wrist slapper get them off, off my fucking shoes 
<laughs> I had my. I think my head fell off a little bit when fucking Rona happened at the at the beginning, as everyone's probably did. So like, <laughs> getting up at five a.m. Shit in my house and that, and I was like fucking. Hell. But like I've said this before, right? I, like I met a new bird and that, and I was in a good place. Everything had been going right, and like it was. I I I, I fucking I had the car. I had everything. Like it was the dream life, and I was looking. Like, I was like, and every time I looked at it, I was like, this is the start of every fucking zombie apocalypse film that has every fu- ever fucking happened. And, I, and then when that happened, I was like, oh, it's all gone tits up. I'm buying a sword, and I was literally, I had fuck. I went on, and I fucking I had like six swords in a fucking basket. And I was like, I don't know what I'm researching swords and what's the best sword to buy to fucking for. Sword. And then I, I was about to buy it and I just I was in bed at about two o'clock in the morning just fucking watching YouTube videos about fucking Viking fucking swords and shit like that and whether to buy a katana or whatever. And then I, I fell asleep and I had a dream where someone broke in my house, right? And I, I grabbed the sword and ran downstairs and they were coming through my door and I went, ah, and I just caught the sword on the ceiling, right? And stuck the sword in the ceiling and he just tackled me and killed me with my own sword. And I was like, I'm not buying I bought a baseball bat. That's got a bat already. And then left it on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> left it by the front, <laughs> left it by the this front is door. What happened to me? I get done in with my own fucking weapon. And it, Jade was Jade come down in the morning and was like, Why is the bat on the couch? And I went, I just forgot to take it upstairs. Why are you giving me grief? She went, Because you've bought a baseball bat to protect us. And you've fucking left it as a weapon for the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's true and it's statistically it, if you have a sword in the house, it like Massively increases your chances of get of looking like a fucking quendo. <laughs> ah, you shall I, not. I, I, I was at the point when I I, I, I had a fucking I was go, I was going to dual wield. I had a sword and a fucking little an axe. I was thinking I can block with the axe. I was watching videos on it. My head fell off. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you were doing for the first two weeks of because shutdown? The, the thing is, right? I don't, can we talk about it? About three weeks before that, I'd done DMT, right? And I didn't know whether I'd come out. Did you just say, can we talk about that? Yeah, we can talk lad, about if that. you've murdered someone, you can say it on this podcast and our listeners will we'll be like, funny that, that we'll lad. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where the sword chat's building up to. <laughs> then TSB knocked on. <laughs> I had a weird fucking DMT trip about three weeks before that with, my, with, with fucking Milo and, yeah. and Damo Clark. And I, I wasn't fully sure that I'd come out of it. It's a very transformative experience doing DMT. So I was like, I think it was like, it, it affected me psychology a little. Do you know bit. when we yeah, put the, the do you know when we put the pictures of the studio? Up, about twenty percent of the comments, which is quite a lot, was oh, going to become the Scouse Joe Rogan, are you lad? And now we're doing DMT on the first <laughs> guest. <possible. laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and if you don't know Milo, and did you say Milo and Damien Clark? Yeah, like the nicest guys. Mate, seeing Damien Clark on DMT was one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen in my entire Mate, life. Seeing Damien Clark have a cup of tea is quite, <laughs> is quite uplifting. He's like, I Absolutely. fucking love tea. I think that was more spiritual than me doing the DMT. I was just watching him and he was like, oh, yeah. So you had a bad experience on it? No, nah, I had a beautiful experience on it. But where did you do it? I've got a shaman. A what? <laughs> you fucking changed, lad. <laughs> well, this What's is, a this shaman? Is, I, 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 you know what? What the fuck? What's a shaman? What's a shaman? He's got got swords, axes, and a shaman. You've had a fucking weird shutdown. It turns out you've gone back to like. Well, this is like a cool. You know when you're writing a show. You know when you're writing a show and you have to pick a name before you write the show, don't you? Because you've got to start marketing the show first, and then you're like, I'm gonna have to pick a name here. I don't know what the fuck the show is about. We haven't written the show, and I picked the name Change, thinking it was gonna be about that, but I think it's gonna be about because I have changed massively. But I fucking like because I'd done it the first time with Milo last October. 
Um, and he he, he, he done it in my house. And it, oh man, right. So you don't you know what it is, right? DMT. Yeah, it's the stuff your brain releases just before you die, right? So it's, it's why like, people think they've seen the whole life. Flash yeah, before like them. spirit molecule and stuff like that. I was, I'm, I'm a skeptical guy. Spirit so molecule. That's there's a there's a there's a documentary where it's called the spirit molecule and stuff like that. It's just that's what it, that's what it's called, right? Like. I can't wait till you tell me what a shaman is. <laughs> What's get, a shaman? I get. Well, it's like a fucking a shaman. Where I'm from is when your man's a bit of a slag. Fucking hell. Where's your dirty ma? That's 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 getting a shaman. Where I'm from, I'll get to that in a minute. Right, so got a sh- he's a he's a proper scouser as well. It's fucking his name, Shaman Kev. It's boss. Right. <laughs> he's class. He's fucking absolutely honestly one of the best people I've ever met in my life. Is he he's is he council affiliated? I, I, I haven't got a clue. Liverpool he's, City I Council Shaman. Pistols and shit, and he's a good guy. Um, so <laughs> anyway, first time it does it right. So I, I don't. He, he, you won't have experienced it because you haven't done it but right Milo's telling me about this shit because I had a fucking boss cake clinical- last week you know I swear <laughs> to god I'm not I'm not saying it was the same but it's transformative well, yeah well it might have been but like Milo's telling me about this shit and uh he's like a clinical psychologist isn't he so he's into all that stuff and he's fucking knows what he's talking about so he's kind of he's very convincing not that he persuaded me I just had a feeling to do it so he comes to my house and it's like you gotta like smoke it in a bong right so like he made a bong out of a bottle and he's like explain how to do it because you go at one at a time right so it's got to be quiet we've got like nice meditative music on and stuff like that he done a little bit like a guided meditation before make sure you're in the right space in that because you could you know could fall off um so I had to go and I fucked up a little bit because it's harsh and I was like I wasn't expecting it to be as harsh as it is so when you like, say harsh the flavour it's like dead chemically right you so smoke it yeah you gotta got like take it in and hold it back and then he'll, he'll fill the bottle up again like a like a else. bong yeah 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 right okay but like it's not I've only smoked weed before so it wasn't like I was expecting a more herbal thing and it wasn't that and I was like so the second one I coughed and I don't think I got the full hit right so I'm starting to have this like psychedelic experience which I'd never had but I didn't fully go under, right? So I'm sat there, and I'm like, fucking looking around, and there's there's a picture on my wall, and it's like a cloud, and it starts moving and making faces, and it's like crying at me, and that, and I freaked out for a little minute, and then I was like, because it only lasts five minutes, and then you're sober again, your body absorbs it really quick because it makes it. And so how like, long do you feel like that five minutes is? Fa- you feel like it's five minutes. Oh, right. So like. I was sat there and everything's just beautiful. Everything is heightened and it looked like a cartoon. Right, Milo looks like a cartoon, right? And I'm looking at him and he's just smiling at me and I'm like, "This is fucking amazing, right?" It's like the first time you go into VR. If you've done, like, you become hypersensitive to everything. You're like, Dead oh, warm colours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. So I'm, like, it was beautiful. <laughs> so I come out of it. I went, mate. That was that was amazing. But you didn't fully go under there. And he was like, it's just like it was probably a good experience, but you didn't fu- you didn't get the full hit. So then he has a go, right? And he's on me. I've got a lazy boy, and he's just on me lazy boy. You reclined, and he's like, ah, and he's like, has this lovely time, right? And he comes out of it, and he went, something's just told me you need to go again. And I was like, go on then, we'll do it again, right? So it does it again, right? And I've done it properly the second time. I meet, I just fucking, he's, he's like, so he gives me, he's like, take it back, hold it, and then the second time, and you start feeling the kick in, right? And you're like, okay, and everything's like, oh, it starts like wobbling, right? And you're like, oh shit. And then he's like, you take the second one, and you really start feeling it. And then he's like, you take the third one, and he starts counting down. He's like, 10, 9. And then his voice just goes, Milo. melts away, right? Everything melted away. The whole world just turned into like these colors I've never seen before. 
And then this fucking... What do you mean, colours you've never seen before? Colours I've never seen, and I can't explain it to you because we've got no shared frame of reference. I've never seen these colours before. Dead mad colours. I can't... With <laughs> The best way I can t- try to explain it is I don't think... Because you're not looking at it through your eyes. It's, it's inside your brain. I feel like I went to somewhere else. And I, I'm again... I understand there's a part of me that's rational that thinks, well, your brain could have just done that, but you get a real sense in it. Loads of people have, like, a really shared experience about this stuff, right? So, ghost gets carried off by this fucking... So it's just... It's like a kaleidoscope, right? A kaleidoscope of colours and everything's melting around and stuff like that, and then this fucking giant serpentine thing just... It picks me up, right? And starts... And it's looking at me, right? And that sounds fucking terrifying because it was huge, right? And it's just got this, like... Ab- it's just the... The blackest thing I've ever seen. This still makes more sense than every dream <laughs> my beard ever tells me. It makes me want to do drugs so much. It's God. fucking unreal, right? So I'm there and I'm looking at it and it's just communicating me, but not with words. It's just, I know what it means and it's just telling me everything's going to be all right, right? And I was like, and then I come out of it. It was literally, it made me believe in a fucking afterlife. I was like, that is where you go when you're dead. I fucking, I'm sure of it now. That is like an unreal experience. And Milo had been kind of telling me and he went, what did you see? And I was like, I told him, he went, that's the cosmic serpent. Showed me loads of people have seen the same thing. And I was like, fuck, that's weird, right? It's dead weird. So Milo goes again, right? This fucked my head. This fucked me head bad. Because Milo sat, right? He does it again. And he sat up. You know Milo, he's chilled as fuck. And yeah, he, yeah. Chilled as fuck. So he's just, he's on the chair and he's like, oh. and he just went, ah! <laughs> and just screamed like the most visceral, horrible fucking. I fucking shit myself like, then. Imagine that in the middle of the night and everything's like fucking yoga music on and shit and everything's just really placid. I'm in a really good space and he screamed and then he just fucking comes up onto like into like a crab like his whole body seized up and I was like oh fuck what do we do here this has gone bad this has gone wrongness and he starts speaking in tongues like he's going ah, ah, ah and just like talking in this fucking and I'm like oh, I don't know whether to tackle him or whether to like hold him or like restrain him I don't know what to do whether I, I need to get me t- fingers in his mouth and like stop him swallowing his tongue or something I'm like fuck what do we do here and then he just looked at me right and he, he was dead behind the eyes right he just he just comes and he goes and fixed me like with his fucking just and start speaking to me in this language right for about two minutes and I'm, I couldn't move I just couldn't move I was froze just like just freaked out and then he just settled down and he's just like and he come out of me but he went, and then he was like oh man that was the maddest thing I, I felt like I got possessed by something that was just fucking like so I, I, I had the, the power of the universe something possessed me and it let me feel what it, it can do for a bit and then it but it told me I need to give you a message that you just need to be nicer to yourself. You need to stop hating yourself a little bit. And I was like, lad, you've just been talking to me for about fucking two minutes in like some mad language. And he was like, fuck off. And I was like, well, there's something in this shit. Like, it's- Where's Shame and Kev during all so, this? Imagine if it turns out after all this that Milo was just one, you know. Mate, I know. Well, there's still, <laughs> there was a little part of me that kind of thought that. So we, Shame and Kev come about because I'd spoke to Davey about it. And Davey got onto this guy called Shame and Kev. And I was like, so he does like proper DMC ceremonies and he does all like, med- teaches meditation and stuff like that. So we were like, next time we do it, because I didn't want that to happen again. I was like, next time we do it, we'll go to a proper gaff and do it with someone who knows what the fuck they're doing, proper dosage and stuff. So he goes to this little, he's, he's on fucking, he's only in like, bootle, right? 
Go, we're going proper place. He's, he's a proper. Go and see an expert. Mate, that's the thing. It's mad. Because he's like a proper. You, and you do. You get there and you're like, I don't know about this, you know. Because like, he's, he's obviously like an ex fighter, like Scully. Like, but like, he's just turned his life around and just took up yoga and shit like that. And he's just fucking got a dead good vibe about him, right? Put you at ease straight away. So he's like, he just sits down, you're doing all these meditations with him and that. And it's me, Damo, my bird, and Milo, right? goes one at a time and he's sat there and he's doing this like fucking reiki stuff right again I'm like that's bollocks that that's fucking someone like putting their hand like that that's no, no effect on you at all is it really but like so we do does the DMC and he's sat like there on the floor cross-legged just like this right just making sure you he says to make sure that you don't veer off the rails or whatever like that so he has this mad strip right all the while I keep like because if you come out of it if you've got your eyes closed you go to this other place but if you come out of it it just overlays onto the world so like if you we were here now like you'd just look like something else do you know what I mean it, but you'd be there but you wouldn't be there kind of thing so I keep I've told you I dream like that haven't I like sometimes like well it's it's a, it's a similar dream like I'll see like a fucking alien or something here and like maybe like a fire here and an octopus over here, and then I wake up and my bed's there, and there's a tree there, and the dog's over there. Yeah, right. there's a there's a dead sh- similar like shared stuff about it because like he Kev has been like, he's been teaching me meditation and stuff, and he's really into you know Carl Jung, like all these archetypes, like the, the mother and stuff like that. And like I had a mad experience after it because I done the DMC the second time, and he was there. Anyway, I finished that because he was there, right? And I'm looking at him, and. He's just fucking whole heads on fire with this purple like flames, and he just looks dead, and he's just like a dead calm, and and I'm like, okay. Every time I, I was like, okay, he's there, and I, I said that to him when I come out of it, because he's got this like little woman on his wall, like cross-legged with the chakras on it, and as I come out of it, I'm looking at her, and she just come off the picture and was looking at me, and it was just beautiful, and it's all like mad blossoms of light, <laughs> and I, I'm like, I, I said that to him, and Dame, I went, fuck, I saw the same thing. Like Damo saw the same thing. And he was like, "Yeah, that's my aura. That that's my aura. Like that's like the that's like the the crown chakra." And I was like, "Wow, oh, this is doing my head in this because I thought like I don't know whether this I don't know whether I believe in this shit now." And like it's my head's just twisted up with it. And then I've always I think I've spoke to you this about about this before. I've always had like sleep paralysis. I always get sleep paralysis. It happens to me if I get stressed or whatever. I don't know if you ever had it. Or like you, what is it? You I've heard of it, and I don't. When you I, go to sleep and you dream, it? oh, I get it. You like fucking. Basically, your your brain tells your body to switch off so you don't act your dreams out. Basically, so it's just yeah, a yeah. safety thing, right? And sometimes, if you half wake up and you, your body doesn't kick in properly, so you just like paralyze basically, and then you'll just be like you're fucking panicking because you're like, ah, oh, fuck, oh, I don't yeah. know if I'm gonna move here. It's like you're stuck you in the bed. Go, it's like you, yeah, it's like you've you feel that down from the fucking eyelids down. Yeah, yeah, and then you just kind of go Whoa, like that, yeah. and you, your body kicks back in, but. And I've always flapped every single... It's happened to me since I was a kid, and I've always panicked and panicked and panicked every time it's happened. But I'd been doing these meditations with them, and it happened, right? And I just kind of thought, okay, just breathe through it, just breathe through it, and just kind of, like, stay calm. And I did, and I had a proper mad DMT, like, experience from that. Like, I saw, like, this fucking... I, oh, because it's still in your system a bit. But it was... It was yeah. It wasn't as colourful, but it was in like a dark place, and it was I was me, and I'm looking into a mirror, right? And there's just like a cartoon Joker, right, on the other side of the mirror, looking back at me and smiling. And I was like, and then that changed, and it was just a fella with a hoodie up with no face. And I was like, fucking. And then I come out of it. So I ran Kev the next day, and I was like, mate, I've just I, I 
I need to bounce. I had this happen to me last night, and he's like, "Oh yeah, they're the Jungian archetypes of the Joker and the Shadow self. You're just like you're having a rebirth kind of thing." And like, my head's just twisted up with it. <laughs> you know, it's dead weird. I really think you've named that show really fucking well. I do. I know, but because that's, that's you've changed that. <laughs> I ne- if you'd have asked me to guess where this podcast was going to go. It wouldn't have been where you've just been for <laughs> ten minutes. I'm like, well, that's all my hippie now. I do yoga every day. But how can you Less not? Than a how year can... ago, I seen him be sick on his own shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. I don't see how that is. It's going to change you, though, isn't it? All yeah. of that stuff is going to change you. I've done it one more time since, and like, it's one of those things though. You don't feel like you need to do all the time. It's not like a. It's not. It's weird. It's not like a real, like a proper drug. I want to do it. Do I'm. Want, s- I'm such. I'll, a, say, I'm, I'll it, say you to see. Kevin I then. would. Fucking love it. Yeah, we'll go and see Just arrange childcare, and then, you know. Yeah, you're literally in and out five minutes, and then it's like, well, you're there for a bit, but like... Just in case Jade's listening, I'm not going to go, babe. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Do you know what? Like, it's good for like... <laughs> I do no, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> I know you get like anxiety problems. Message right? Kev with you your shaft. Like, you get like anxiety, don't you, and shit yeah. like that, right? The last time I'd done it, it was only a week and a half ago. It was the day after we ran out in Chester. Mm. So I'd woke up with a fucking hangover and I get anxious when I've got a hangover, right? Oh, I do. And I was like, I don't know. But I told me, mate, I'd take him to do it. I got there and he'd done it. And he loved it. And then he was like, having a go. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, Kev, I feel a bit anxious. So he does this thing called a resource. It's hard to go through. I'll, I'll butcher it if I try and explain it. But it's like, it's a really good way of alleviating your anxiety. And it kind of worked, right? But you're like, you're like me. Do you know what I mean? You've got one of them in the voices that tries to sabotage it all the time. So I'm like, I does the DMT and as I'm sinking under, there's just fucking vo- thought popped into my head that anxiety is going to come back and I'm going to have a fucking terrible one here right and as soon as I thought that this anxiety just went Poof, and just popped into my chest and I was like oh shit and I could just feel it and it just rattled I've never felt anything like it as I was going under this anxiety just took my whole body and was just shaking it was like I was in an earthquake of anxiety right mm. it was just mad and then I got swept up by this woman right this big giant blue woman swept me up and put me in a womb. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it was just cradling a like pregnant belly and I could see it, right? And there's just pyramids everywhere. And it was just I went from the sky blue. And I've never felt like anything like it. Like I was in heaven. Anxiety gone. Completely like it soon as she swept me up, it just went. And I've just, it was like I didn't want to come back. And I'd gone. I was like, what shall I do? And she's just like, Don't worry. And she's just laughing at me as if I'm a fucking idiot for even worrying about anything. She's like do and it, then she was just like go on and she just she waved at me and I just shot out of it okay Adam I want to do it I am terrified of the notion of doing it it's honestly the most beautiful thing I've ever seen if you've been going the one thing I will say is if you've been going a lot to see Shame and Kev don't set up a fucking direct debit <laughs> for the love of God <laughs> been there before mate I'd should we we need to do a couple of bits to we need to have an, an advert I need to have a piss and we probably need to change the memory card in the camera because that was <laughs> fucking lengthy. And I need... Sorry, I just went off. I no, I loved no, it. No, in a good way. In a I want Shame way. and Kev's fucking number. <laughs> I should have really given him an alias. I don't know whether anybody does. It's fully legal, but... No, it doesn't sound <laughs> Right, come to Bootle and you're going to get fucking... <laughs> Check out my He's shaka. the best guy, though. The first time we were going to him, we, we were like, hey, we're going to be about half an hour later. And he went, time is an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I yeah, I bet you've had guy. nightmares with train travel, then. <laughs> That's funny as Let's well. have an advert. 
Now then, lids, I want to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car bodywork, and customization services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. Basically, these guys can sort your wheels out. And if you listen to this thinking, well, I'm not like a boy racer, I'm not that bothered about my car. Mate, I drive a Volvo, and after the fucking Rona, I'm going to these guys at Trans Alloy Wheels Limited when I'm gigging in Yorkshire, and I'm going to get them to sort out the alloys that are all scuffed up and fucked on my Volvo V40. So even if you've got a sensible dadmobile, or you've inherited your nana's banger, soup up the wheels, get them sorted. If you park like a bellend, get them tidied up, make them look smarter. Go the full hog, get them jazzed up, get them glitzy, get them gold. Just live your life through your alloy wheels. They can add value to your car and make it look fucking smart. They use the same techniques as the biggest car manufacturers and they offer powder coating, diamond cutting, painting, new tyres, acid stripping and shot blasting, tyre fitting and removal. They do car body repairs and they have a pickup and delivery service. They also do insurance work. These guys have got amazing reviews online. Come and get your wheels souped up, changed and refurbished. And this is the best bit. All Have A Word listeners will receive 25% off everything. I'm going, I'm getting my saving. These guys are amazing. Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Get them on Facebook, Insta, online, the lot. Nice one, lids. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling triggered. It must be Have A Word with Adam and Dave. Oh, it's time for Have A Word. You can't hear it because you're not wearing headphones, but it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) We have a theme song. Let's do some Would You Rathers, though, before. We can't have a first guest on. I've got a couple. Without doing some WIRs. So, thanks to everyone, as always, who sends all this stuff in. Um, we asked a few of you whether you wanted to... Whether you wanted us to ask Paul Smith some of the would-you-rathers that we've done in the past to get his perspective on it. We've picked two that a lot of you asked for for that. And we've also got a brand new would-you-rather submission from Dan Johnson. Thanks, Dan. And a couple of have a words to come as well. You ready, Paul? Ready when you are, mate. So... Basic, basic rules. Would you rather two options? You only get to pick one. You Can't to, pick the other. You have to pick one. You have to pick one. Okay. Would you rather, <laughs> and this is a classic, <laughs> be able to run at 100 mile an hour yeah. or fly at 10 mile an hour? Uh, oh, fly. Thank you. This fucking moron. Because if up. you can run at 100 mile an hour, you're definitely going to hit something at you. No. You're gonna die. No, because you can fly. You can just take in the fucking atmosphere. You can just take in the sights and that. Thing, Listen, can't you? this is classic DMT chat. <laughs> I can fucking fly. <laughs> I just need to go and see Kev. I'm fucking going now. I'll be flying back from fucking Runcourt. Listen, just because you can run at 100 miles an hour doesn't mean you're like, oh shit, I need to get the bus. You've got, you're not like instantly into 100 miles an hour. You've got control over it. Yeah, but that's fucking shit, isn't it? No, you just choose when to run 100 miles nah, an hour. Because, you yeah. win I got, I every Olympic race. I got a dead fast car and got bored with it in about two weeks because just because you can go dead fast, but you're stuck in a 30 mile... If you can't actually go dead fast because you're stuck in a 30 mile... If you can't run 100 mile an hour all the time, there's no point being able to run 100 mile an hour. Just on the track, mate. Just on the track. That's why I'll be doing oh, my so 100 miles. So you're picking 100 mile an hour just for the just sporting purposes? The well... But then you just win Once you've won a couple of times You're like this is boring now Because I just always win Oh yeah Winning the Imp- Olympics Would be dead <laughs> well, fucking if boring had, if, you had, if, you had, if you had 65 gold medals And you're just like Yeah but And everyone's No one wants to run anymore Because fucking Nightingale's here 100 mile an hour Getting sponsored by Virgin 
Nah, me and Ro will be fucking cruising over the lakes going, ah. Yeah, but 10 Tuesday. miles an hour. <laughs> 10 miles an hour. <laughs> 10 miles yeah. an hour. Like people, a balloon in a breeze. Yeah, people love air ballooning. Like, Mate, that, people love air 10 ballooning. miles an hour is not a balloon in a breeze. You can't run 10 miles an hour. What? I reckon you can run 10 miles an hour. Just about, maybe. Just like, right. For about 10 yards. You cunts. In the car park. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that you, you average out at 10 miles an hour. Nah. What? You having a laugh? What do I? <laughs> you having a laugh? Yeah, yeah, nah. I'm trying. Nah, you probably average if you. What, what can you? I'm do? about four, five. I'm slow. Yeah, so am I. I was gonna I'm say. I'm a fat man. I'm a half fat. marathon, which is twelve, and it took me two hours. So I was five, I think. Right, that's healthy. So that yeah, so that's like six miles an hour, isn't it? And he was trying his best that's as me well. Fucking absolutely. And look at him and look at you. Bit. This is. Sh- <laughs> Sure. Upset me. Laura texted me before and said I need to stop making some weight digs because she wants you to get on, on a diet. I swear to God, she's fattening me up for the fucking life insurance. <laughs> Not once has she been like, darling, you're fat as fuck now. Come on, you lost weight. You put it back on. She just keeps going, you do you, love. I'm literally watching her go, I can, I'm can. i young enough for a second husband. I can just see pour it. Him, pour Yesterday. Pour him fucking weight gain down your neck while you're asleep. Have, have another vanilla slice. <laughs> Yesterday, I saved myself enough calories. So I'm, I'm trying to diet at around 1,800 calories a day at the minute. Okay. Um, which is enough for a calorie deficit, but I'm not breaking my back sort of thing. Um, I saved myself enough calories for, you know, have you seen that Halo Top ice cream? That's ah, boss, that, isn't it? Which yeah. 300 and, I got a peanut butter yesterday. Oh, isn't that the fucking best one? Mate, I have one of them a week, mate. <laughs> 320 calories in the whole fucking tub. It's unreal, though. And it's, 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 it's Ben as and Jerry's sized tub. 320 calories. 100% as good as ice cream, isn't it? That, yeah. That peanut butter one's got little peanuts in it. Hey, what the fuck has happened to us? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, he's on DMT, and you two, fucking Liverpool comics, going. Oh my god, it's low calorie, isn't it? Have you tried peanut butter? Oh my god, it's amazing. Next question. I, I got, could fly. I so much- he's gonna buy a fucking sub of this this week. I've had on his own in the Tesco, going, lad, it's phenomenal. It's and Jade, fucking three hundred and twenty calories in the whole tub. She snatched it off me halfway through and said, "That's enough." And put it back in the freezer. Nah, yeah. nah. To be in her defence, I said to her a while back because I'd had a few of them lately, right? When I've when I've got to the end of the day and I've got like five hundred calories left, I've gone. I'll just have a fucking tub of ice cream. Sound right? I said to her, "Don't let me buy that anymore because if it's in the house, I'm going to eat it." And then yesterday, I had a fucking bad day. I just had a shit fucking day. I was in a shit mood. I lost loads of motivation, and I thought, you know what? Don't ruin your diet with something horrible. But go and get yourself a tub of that Halo top, right? I, was, I went to driving range so I could just twat some balls for a bit, get a bit of anger out. And as I got back towards the house, I made that decision. And I pulled up onto the side of the road. And I rang Jade and said, will you come to shop with me? And she said, oh, no, I can't be asked. I went, come on, come to shop with me. I don't want to buy naughty stuff. That, that, blah, blah. And she said, no, I don't want to go. And I went, all right, sounds. And I thought, fuck yeah. I thought, if you're not going to be there, I'm buying it. Because all I asked you to do is stop me buying it. Once I've bought it, it's fucking mine to do whatever I couldn't want with. And she fucking robbed it off me halfway through. And then she did that. You can have it back if you want. I, you can I, have it back. I, I, do you want I, it? I if, him, if him and Jade last long, long term, 
it sounds fucking and I hid it I got it and I put it in the back of the freezer and I wrote a letter I'll fucking kill you if you touch me halo <laughs> kiss 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 they are one of them couples who like I can imagine going in one day and there's blood everywhere and Jade just going I didn't mean it I didn't mean it, it just happened <laughs> I killed him with a spoon from the halo ice cream <laughs> just sat there for three weeks and he's just a fucking like blue in there and she's just holding him going come on Adam <laughs> I, I have you been running? Trying to, trying to feed you the halo, so you can have it now. <laughs> <laughs> have you been? Have you been running still? No. Never mind about hundred miles an hour. Did no. you pie the running? I Are you running? You're just weights. I do. Car, I, I I'll do car, like a little bag, or I'll do like a circuit or something. I stopped more. running when I stood on that bag of needles, <laughs> which is a fucking ridiculous sentence, isn't it? Yeah. Stood on that bag of needles. And I got basically Google said, "Don't fucking get a bath and don't run for ages." So I didn't. <laughs> what? Is that what it's like? <laughs> yeah. He are lad. He actually said, "He lad." He's on Scouse don't Google. Don't wash it. Don't move. <laughs> Stay the fuck Have yourself a tub of ice cream, lad. I'm a seal. Love fucking pass by. Soon, I think you should be seeing Google. <laughs> way, way, way more supportive. Um. Yeah. So. uh it said not to do that so I just stopped and then then we got busy building this place so I didn't have any time to exercise I was just trying to do well on my food and I just haven't gone back to it yet uh, watching you have a KFC for the first time here when we were you middle of me the with build that fucking Domino's you're like <laughs> let myself have a treat Domino's I thought I was going to actually come you know I, like there was a moment <laughs> when I was like <laughs> I was like oh this could be a wet dream this like garlic and herb Oh. <laughs> Let's do another Would You Rather. Oh! Question oh. this. Oh! When what you do you see? Yeah. And I know you're a fucking massive pizza guy. Mate, you know what? I, I, after I, when I got home the other night, I bought myself two 16 inch pizzas and done meat for me. What? And I don't know why I did it. You woke never, up have you ever eaten I don't them eat them. Have you ever been on a night out with him? I just look at them. Good night. I'm a fucking. Have I'm you ever been on a night out with him? Do you know what he does? Oh, the chip! You talk, he's, you've been the talked about the, the double chips. I'm horrible. Yeah, I'm a nasty. Two nasty portions man. of chips. One for when he's walking to his taxi, because then when some fucking stupid cunt's like, "Here's a chip, lad," he like he's all I've, angel I've face. I made him come to another chippy to get more chips because I've run out of chips. Because I can't eat the pizza without chips. This is the only reason I don't like Domino's that much. Because don't no do chips. chips, and the wedges are shit. Wedges aren't chips. Wedges are shite. Hey, okay. Why did you buy two pizzas with Donnie on? Because what I like to do is, this is my new thing, and I'm a fucking. Are you making a butty? I make a butty with the Donami. So you get one slice of one pizza, yeah. one slice of another, and then put loads and Donami's in the middle. middle of it. And you, do you see how I knew? I've never heard of that in my life. It's fucking unreal. And I knew it's on instinct what he was doing. It's the most disgusting it's disgust, thing. It's disgusting, but it's so right as well. Like it's fucking delightful. If you eat that sober. You need a doctor. <laughs> if someone, if, I, even if it, you know, like the Iranian guys who yeah. work in those shops, if you order one, you know, when they open up early, they're clearly not selling anything. It's like 4 pm and they're doing the prep. If you walked in and went, can I have um, Donami, uh, like a, you know, like a pie, a sandwich? <laughs> but it's not so I don't think we should sell this. It's a kebab, is it? It's just you made the kebab. It is a bit uh, out of garlic, but it is a little bit different. Why is it different? Very different. It's bread, isn't it? It's bread, it's, cheese, meat, and more meat. Oh, God. How do you look like that when you're buying that shite? There's loads of juice in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, get on the fucking roids, mate. <laughs> Shame and Kev nah, and fucking roidy gas. Because you asked me a couple of months ago, didn't you? And I've tried every fucking diet on the planet. Like, every single one. And they all, like, they all, they all work to an extent. 
Well, I think the the best thing I've figured out is that you're gonna, I'm gonna eat shit because I'm from a fucking council estate, and it's just the way I comfort eat is fucking like chicken dippers and shit. And Preach, brother. Like crap. Preach. You know what I mean? So like, I'm gonna do it at, at points. I'm gonna have a bevy and I'm gonna eat shit. So just try and factor the. F- Factor that in because what I what I've done for years has gone like I've I've tried to be fucking all kale shakes and fucking salads and that and then I'll fall off the wagon and have a bevy and have a fucking kebab and that and then I'm like oh fucked it now I might as well just go. Fat Bondi away. swears by intermittent fasting for that. If you go long enough, well, I, I was you can smash year, some shit and yeah. your body's just like so I short. I did intermittent of, fasting for yeah. like six hour window for about well started last January and I only stopped about. Two three months ago, because I started actually bulking for the first time ever. Oh yeah, we've been bulking. Well, I was going to ask you though, because Sarah Millican posted about this on Twitter, right? And it, it Jade does it as well. You know, when you eat a pizza, yeah. Let's say it's just a normal day. You're not drunk. You're just having a pizza, yeah. Right. You know the very outer crust. You've yeah. just got classic crust. It's not yeah. got fucking a cheeseburger in or whatever fucking shit you do now. It's just a normal pizza. Do you eat the crust? Um. Not all of them. What I will do is I'll eat the pizza and then if I'm still hungry, I'll go around and just nibble the crust. And you can use that for the dips. That's why the dips are nice. Sometimes you, you use the crust. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. I'm just glad that I can stay friends with both of <laughs> you. Is that what you do? What I do is I, I do eat the whole slice, but then Jade doesn't eat any of the crusts and I use air crusts to dip in the garlic sauce. If I'm, if I'm not going to smash the whole thing... I know I've not got the appetite for a whole pizza. You've ordered, I yes. would rather yeah. eat the shit with toppings on. Yeah, but if I'm yeah, I'm not. If I'm still hungry, I'm not leaving the bread for the fucking sake of it. Mm. I will smash the lot. Cool. God, I'm hungry. I want to do drugs and get pizza. Does Shame and Kev like have some fucking? Shame and Kev is, is above a Papa John's. Shame is DMT. Fucking hell! What did your pizza get delivered by? A fucking serpent, right? <laughs> Driving a fucking Citroen Saxo. <laughs> Always a Saxo. <laughs> I can lose, I can lose. Another, I want it. Another, another. Would you rather? I want it. It was good, that. I yeah. like doing these to other people. It gives them a whole new it's lease good, of life. Would you rather? this? We're, we're not sure these are the exact details we did the first time around, but it's similar. Would you rather have 200 grand put in your bank now and your life will carry on as it is? Mm. No restrictions at all. No no questions asked. No tax. That's yours. Hey, that's yours. Or 10 million put in your bank, but you can never leave Wales. 10 mil. Really? You can never leave Rill. Oh. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Now you change. Because I want to see the reason. I'd get a good gaffing like somewhere nice on the coast of Wales for 10 mil, but if you've got a, I'm not staying in Rill for 10 mil, me. Right, hang on. To, I on this is so weird because when we did it, I was like, "Mate, you just be the king of Wales, you'd be you'd be wealthy. I'll take it anytime." But Adam was like, "No, can't see it. No, I can't fucking see it." You were like, "Couldn't," but you're you instantly can never leave Wales. You uh, can't go on holiday again. Are so you, like, you, you can, can never go Wales. abroad again. You can never go and see Shame and Kev. And bring Kev to me. Yes, you could bring Kev to you, but like. Where you're gonna live? You're thinking like in the middle of Wales on Mate, the coast. Do you know what? I was I could buy a castle in Wales for ten million. Exactly what we've been saying. You can, buy f- a ca- you can buy a castle in. I've looked at this shit. You can buy a castle in Wales for like one point two, easy. And the fucking. Would you want to live in a castle? Oh, there's a castle in Wales oh, for, that was for sale last Imagine year. Imagine the fucking bills there though. The castle in there. It had a mo- it had a moat. I'd have sharks and shit in the moat and that. Hey, 
You know what we were talking about before about DMT? I don't think you want to be doing DMT in a castle. I think that, you know, <laughs> yeah. when you're offsetting it with what you're looking at, that could Did fuck you up. About? <laughs> like Shaman Kev wouldn't go to Aberystwyth. <laughs> you were like, hey, Shaman Kev's not going to fucking travel. <laughs> not a chance to <laughs> Aberystwyth. Of course he fucking went. One of my new favourite things to do, right? Because like, if, you, if you go around house viewing, right, mm. you've got to like fucking... Like, if, if, I'd, ne- I'd never come across this before because like, like the houses I bought being like like the house I'm in now is worth like 250 or something like that so when you go and look at that it's sound but if you start looking at houses over like six, seven hundred grand you start being a bit fucking funny with you they're like oh, have you qualified for this yet do you know what I mean because you don't want people to waste the time right but the, <laughs> just turn it like one hello we let you see the seventh bedroom yeah, yeah. please well, that's what it is because people just go I want to go and fucking have a look around this dead nice house yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Of the tra- one of the best things I've found about being uh, having a little bit of fame is that people just think you can afford shit right so I've been taking the baby and going viewing like mansions right? and just getting tours of mansions. And I went to this gaff by Crosby. Right? What? It's the fucking set of like the, you know, the Tolkien film. This guy's got this fucking big. It like this row of houses were built by the fellow who like who owned the White Star Line. So the captain of the Titanic yeah. had the house on the end, right? right? And then he had the house fucking on this end, right? And then the, the guy Tolkien who designed, did. like, no, the guy who designed them, the architect, had the big fuck off house in the middle, right? <laughs> so this guy who's bought it, he's kept it like Victorian because he uses it as a movie set, right? And I was like, I seen it listed for like one point three million, and I was like. Well, I want to have a look at this, me. You know. <laughs> oh, have a look at this. So I rang him up, and he was like, "Like, have you qualified?" And I was like, "I always give it like, nah, because you know what? This keeps happening to me, and I keep getting like mortgages in principle, and it's affecting my credit rating. And when I get a mortgage for one point three, like, it's gonna be fucking. It's it's really it's like even that extra couple of like point two percent on that much of a mortgage is gonna make a difference in payments. Do you know what I mean? So like, I'd rather see it first and know that I want it before I get the mortgage in principle. And they're like, oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, yeah. And then I tell him, told him who I was, and he was like, he come back to me. He's like, yeah, the fella's really excited to meet you and stuff like that. So the, the guy was there himself. He gave me the full tour. He's giving me like telling me the history of the house. It had servants' quarters and shit in it. It was fucking unreal. It was absolutely amazing. See, I've got a bit of profile as well. <laughs> when I bought my new car last week, fucking full tank of gas. <laughs> he showed you. He showed you all around the car. What, what, car, what car did you get? Kia Sportage Nice Big, big fella Sportage Oh yes um, Showed me the boot Got a spare tyre Have you? In the boot you Don't really get them anymore do you? Got a um, new I, set of mats Space saver. He gave me one of those fucking key things For the trolley at Asda Mate he was just talking About Tolkien's Victorian mansion And you're like And it's got Windscreen wipers <laughs> Two On the front Lights The aircon <laughs> The aircon does work What Would Heated you seats. Would you run a gig if you've bought your castle just off the coast no. of North Wales, would you not still run a gig? Because if I had 10 million... You'd have to I, ring Rob Riley first, see the- if he's got one within 100 miles. <laughs> <laughs> Some promoter like, hello! Yeah. I, I would, but I wouldn't be able to just leave comedy. I'd still, I'd be in Wales, but I'd still want to see... Even if it was just a monthly fucking Wednesday. Yeah, I'd just get... Pay 800 hot, quid. Hot water comedy in Wales somewhere. Do that. Hot water. So you're, you're hot taking water the 10 minutes staying in Wales? I'd do that, yeah. Yeah, so would I. We basically live in Wales now, pretty like we're like a fucking bad. But you can there. leave. It's not about living there. I could live in Wales. I wouldn't want to be confined. The farthest to... you've been in the la- you didn't go abroad to Europe after like two years ago or something. Sure, so yeah. that you're like your life wouldn't have been any different. You'd have just had ten million quid. <laughs> but you can only you can't be a comedian anymore. You can only do a tour of Wales. <laughs> He's doing twenty nine nights in Cardiff. 
Fucking hell. Cardiff's a good gaff to do gigs, though. Yeah, but... You, yeah, Even of course you it can't is. sell 29 nights. <laughs> Could I find 10 million quid? <laughs> How? Why? What would you say? <laughs> you you know, that's a lot of Facebook adverts, that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just stuck in Wales. I got, Problem I is, you, you give Paul Blair 10 million quid, you can, you can sell anything. Yeah. Do you know what I thought before? I nearly said this before, but we went way deep into the conversation. When we were talking about Paul Blair, who, for those who forgot or don't know, is the owner of Hot Water Comedy Club. And the way we're talking about him, and we're, we're not lying. He can sell anything. Brilliant businessman. And he was the one in advising me and you on which stocks and shares to buy. He bought shares in McDonald's. Sounds like a sensible guy, doesn't he? Does, doesn't he? <laughs> I'd just love to take like 10 of our listeners, put them in a room with him after six Jack Daniels and Coke, <laughs> and just watch that. Un- watch, watch their perception of this man unfold. This is a man. I've never been on a night out with Paul Blair where he hasn't at some point tried to rap battle a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it, Paul. Leave it. <laughs> it's weird because he goes from being so sensible and he'll just see it and then like, it's, it's his the, eyes, isn't it? It's his fringe now, right? <laughs> <laughs> his fringe is gone. Like, his fringe just starts flopping down his head and you're like, ah, he's had it yet. <laughs> he's had it. Give me like, a beat. Give me yeah, a beat yeah, with and his then, little Hitler head. He just starts rap battling and he goes dead funny and then he just gets his shoes off and puts them on his hands and starts going, his, his, his. And starts <laughs> I showed you that photo of him in Berlin. What? He does not. <laughs> he starts being a, starts being a we boxing trainer. Leaf, right? And he just disappeared, right? We're just in this room. And all we can hear was, hiss, 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 hiss. And we're like, what the fuck's that? He went out and he's just in the fucking corridor with his flip flops on his hand, just <laughs> boxing the wall. He doesn't do drugs. He doesn't, it's no drugs. It's all just it's, alcohol. Because he he's to. got a weird metabolism, right? He's like a, he's one of them people who's like a natural athlete. So, like, yeah. he's just got a dead fucking weird metabolism, right? So, if you went out with him today, he drink all of us under the table and he's the so first one off and he wants to go so again. easy and then he wakes up the next day fresh as fuck but it's because I don't think he processes the alcohol at all so then tomorrow so if you go on a three day bender with him it's a nightmare because tomorrow we'll like we'd all go out today if we were on like a stag do whatever we'd all get smashed we'd all fall asleep we'd wake up rough tomorrow we're like fucking hell I feel like dying you'd have a couple of bevies you'd be alright you'd be back on it but it's and you'd start again whereas he has two bevies and he's back at the level he was at three o'clock in the morning oh, we were talking about this before about, this about before. holiday boozing go on so we, on his stag do in Berlin <laughs> I'll just show you it I'll, I'll speak to Blair before I put it online anyway but Blair and Davy Ash got sent home and we got a phone call hours later because they'd set the fire alarm off in the hotel and the whole hotel had been evacuated <laughs> I've seen that picture <laughs> It he's, should be framed He's one on this record. fucking wall. He's one of the most successful comedy promoters in the history of British comedy, yeah. and he looks like a fucking numpty. <laughs> he's one of my favourite people in the he's world. Absolutely, I love him and he's a genius as well. Yeah, yeah, just fucking. Yeah, he, looks oh. like, he just likes to go mad from time to time. Time to time. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? About six months after they had the baby, I went on a night out with him, and I've known him for ten years. The same exact same amount of time I've known you. Yeah. And that was the first time ever, this was like two years ago, Max, that he said the words to me, lad, I'm getting off. <laughs> yeah. I've never outlasted the You're both like that, house. though. See, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm always, I'm getting off. But you and him are like, no. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not I'm getting done. out. And like, Adam, you've been sick seven times. Yeah, I've been left in town several times. You need to go. You need to go. He's like, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not getting off. You're a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Funny. I can't do it. <laughs> You're a fucking nightmare. Funny Does this guy. not make you want to drink? Like the shutdown 
I haven't been boozing with mates for a while, but the shutdown and not being able to has made me want to go out oh, with mate, the lads well, last, so much. Last week, that, we had such... Because that's the first time I'd seen Blair or Danny or anyone for like three months. We just had the pint in Chester. Ah, oh, it was the best. I had a fucking such a good time. I'm really Did you stay out? No, I got off after the gig. I, I didn't see you after you went to uh, pub. Nah. Um, I went for the gig. Because I'm doing the gig this week, I wanted to watch it and see how it did and how the comics approached it. Because, like... Yeah, it's it's weird, a lot of pride in stand-up. And yeah. I, I don't want to be the guy who, who just makes the rookie mistake that someone didn't the week before so I only I, I didn't know you were going out for a drink drink yeah. I, I came over for the, last the show thing, um, but when I, I've I promised myself when I went out the night Liverpool won the league I went to ground to celebrate at, the, at Anfield um, I said after that I'm not drinking until Carl gets home and I haven't and there's like seven days left now and then I'm going to have a drink I'm having a pint later I, I don't do. want to do it. I don't want to do it I want to gig back I, I, might I, do. I said I said I would make an exception if I do a gig before See, I'll come to Chester if we're getting on it. Oh, fuck off. I'll go for a pint if you want. What? I'll have to take my car home, will I? What? Well, how are you getting back from Chester? I'm not going if you're going to have two and then drive home. Well, <laughs> well, this is the most exciting thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Laura's going to be fuming when I'm like, darling, you know I've been out all day doing a podcast. Well, I'm going out. <laughs> oh, let's go out. Mate, I've, I live in Chester. Let's go out. I'm up for it. I'm okay. 100% up for it. I'm actually in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> Let me press the buttons. Mama like, like that. that. Mama, Mama like, like that. that. Oh, these, I've got one in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll go by mine. I'll I'll follow you to yours. Sorry. I'll 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 take you from yours to mine, and then we'll get a taxi over from mine. Oh. Right, we need to do have a word because all of a sudden this became the best day of my life. <laughs> right, there's there's one more. Uh, would you rather? And then we'll do a have a word. One more. Okay. So, would you rather get an erection every time you tell a lie? Um, this is a proper full mast as big as it gets erection or you sneeze every time someone says your name and you hear it and this would include if you're if someone on the telly says Paul Smith if you're passing them in the streets if someone goes that's Paul Smith over there and you hear it you sneeze sneeze, and when you're being announced on stage you would sneeze and it's a prop it's not a cute sneeze it's a Uh It's a full, like, a full body sneeze where I'd, your legs I'd and arms go. I'd take the erections, me. Would you? Yeah, I think it's the safer option, isn't it? Because I think you'd, you'd learn to live with that. You'd learn to live with just being... And you'd have an excuse for being horribly honest as well. Because you'd be like, well, I'm going to get a fucking massive hard on if, I, if I'm not. So I'm just going to I'm just gonna have to tell you that I think you look shit in that dress, do you know what I mean? But, like, if you're going to sneeze all the time, I think someone could use that against you. The thing like, is, if you're driving though, or something, you're, someone you're, would pull you, and you just crash your car or something. See, yeah. you're fucked up there, though, because yeah. you could still get away with that with your missus. If she's like, what do I look like in this dress? And you lie and go, you look fucking amazing, and then you get an erection. Fuck! Look, it's that good. This is such a it's convoluted. It's that good you look. I have never been this hard in my life. <laughs> Do you really think so? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I mean, I look do. at me, look. Fucking speaks for itself, doesn't it? Fucking look and at you. And, th- and do you think I've lost weight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, do you like me, ma? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not going to top that, eh? You're not going to fucking top I that. I don't know about no, that. No, no, you're not going to top that. Um, it's time for have a word. Go on, play it. Oh, no, no one can hear it. No one's got the headphones on. Everyone else well, can hear. It. Do you know that we do this? We try and we're like trying to solve people's problems. 
We'd never helped. Once. <laughs> we helped once. I reckon we've helped a couple of times. We've done 76 episodes, Adam. <laughs> right, so we've already covered drugs last, so should we do the racism one? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Here we go. All right, lids. I'd like you to have a word with my daft cunt of a brother. Our, our listeners are all this aggressive, by the way. Uh, long story short, I was accused of being racist due to a massive misunderstanding. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I was doing this streamed quiz on YouTube with some mates when an account called Karan Japit, so it's K-A-R-A-N-J-A-P-I-T, all one word, started complaining about the questions on the chat and I couldn't pass up this seemingly open goal and responded, it's funny how the person called Karen is the one complaining. Topical. They said, it's not Karen. And I said, well, your name's misspelled then. Your man needed grammar for the birth certificate. <laughs> uh, I was just being proper childish and making a joke. And they said, it's Karanja Pitt. It's a Punjabi name. How does it feel being racist? For one, that's bullshit. Easy mistake to make. Feel free to disagree. That's not the problem, now. The problem was my shitebag of a brother who heard this go on and joined the chat. A chat that had people from all ethnicities on my uni course in it. And he publicly said, you are right, Karen, I'm Harry's brother, and he hates Jews and blacks. <laughs> Needless to say... Upset me, nasty bitch! <laughs> That's, you know, that's Kane Brown. Needless to say, I had a lot of cleaning up to do in my DMs that night with people asking if this is true. He claims it was a joke and everyone should have realised it's a joke. He listens to the podcast religiously, so tell him he's shite at writing jokes and that he's a massive fucking bell sniff. And while you're there, have a word with Karen for being a virtue signal and pussy. <laughs> Cheers, lads, from Harry Robinson. Go ahead, boys. Do you want to... Well, I mean... <laughs> Feel like it is funny. It is funny, isn't it? I I think it is an easy. It is. It's an easy mistake to me because I've been like I've been doing a lot of Twitch streaming and I've hosted one of them quizzes and the names are popping up and they're all fucking mad names, aren't they? So like it's easy to just you just eat, glancing at them, aren't you? Oh, the yeah. Karanja pit. So it's easy to think that was Karen because that would pop out like a word. Yeah. Search, wouldn't oh, it? No. And also, like it's a play on words, isn't it? He's not saying everyone with Karanja pit is like a nah. bad person. So I don't think that's racist. I think that's a bit. Extreme. Oh no, she's definitely. I'm talking about the brother. Yeah. The, the brother going, yeah, yeah, it's Max and Juice. That is funny. It's just not the right time no. for the funny. I don't know about that. I think his brother did the right thing. I think it's funny as fuck. <laughs> I think. I think that type of banter. It relies on so much trust. You basically have to know someone isn't a racist to be able to do ironic racism. You there has to be that trust that you're like, yeah. As soon as you think it's with someone who's racist, or you don't know that it's too high risk. What's this your is- least favorite race of people? <coughs> <laughs> you fucking done that to me on Instagram Live, and I, I went, did. Oh, that was so it's, funny. It's we were- white people because <laughs> of all the disgusting things we've done next question white people aren't next, I'm sorry. we are the default I, I right, can't though, hear of your like, privilege I, I I love this podcast but I also love Dave Longley's podcast that's the other, yeah. my other favourite comedy podcast right <laughs> and, um, good save there Paul I've tried I've tried I've, I've, I've tried to introduce it to like 
I've said this to him as well because I've been on it a couple of times and he's like, well, you don't fucking share it. I'm like, because I can't. Because if, <laughs> if people don't know you and know how fucking unracist you are, if you listen to that, people are going to assume you're a horrible racist yeah. because you say some horrible shit on there. And he looks and like a horrible Chinese racist. Yeah. <laughs> you, there's got to be an element of trust. Yeah. As soon as the you trust goes, trust yeah, and the brothers come in doing banter, and it's too hard. The band, that is brother. That's the kind of, if you have that joke with your brother or with your mates, that's fine. But over a zoo, a uni course zoom meeting, that is a nightmare in it. And also of all the institutions that are hypersensitive for that more Does than it not matter. It's universities. Why he hates universities <laughs> are the, are the actual, the, <laughs> mate, I just, I just, watched you I just I literally, <laughs> it's making me nervous because Harry's message that, that he's one of our biggest contributors. And I, I almost feel like I know him and I, the, I like the joke. It's a funny joke, but the brothers just smashed in and done it at the wrong time. Nah, I reckon his brother, you play the blind there, kid. So over to Paul, deciding about <laughs> I think it was a funny joke done in the, the wrong moment. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's the thing, isn't it? You've been out with mates who you love to bits, and they don't know when to judge that's a, that's the a, moment. That's a trusted WhatsApp group joke, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along with stock prices for oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I'm i all for it, but just time and a place. My dad used to do that when we were kids. Time and a place. Fucking grumpy shit when, he was, when we were kids. Time and, there's a time and a place. Oh, I've never told you about this. It's not it's not exactly the same thing, but my uncle on... So it's me mum's sister's husband. His name's Carl. And uh, one year on Christmas Day, this is 100% true, and I can't believe I've never mentioned this on the podcast. One year on Christmas Day. So... He's got a son from before he was married to me, auntie, right? And me and him are of a similar age. He's a couple of years older, maybe 18 months or something. And he was like, hey, do you want to come in here? I'll show you something on a the, on the computer. And he put a video on that was a gangbang, right? <laughs> a full-blown gangbang. I was about 13, and the other lad was like 14, 15. And he put a full-blown gangbang on and then went and told my mum and dad for a joke that I was watching a gangbang <laughs> in the computer room and waited until after I was told off to go, oh, I did that, it was just a joke. <laughs> yeah. I think that's funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it, isn't it? My mate Bondy was looking at porn, was looking at porn on his dad's computer. His dad worked out that he'd been looking at porn and he blamed me for it. Bondy, Bondy just went, oh yeah, it was Danny. And I and I had such a bad reputation in that family that Bondi's dad went, right, well, tell him to keep off my computer. That was 1998, and he's still not fucking admitted that it was him. <laughs> and the other day, you know when you're catching up with mates? I don't know if they were listening to this now going. <gasps> I, honestly, <laughs> I messaged him the other day, tried to ring him, and it went to voicemail. And he went, oh, he sent me a message on WhatsApp. He's like, sorry, mate, just out fishing with my dad. So I'll, I'll call you late. It's not really the right time. I was like, absolutely no worries. I was like, do you think it's time to admit about that fucking porn on the computer? I know it's 22 years later, but I'd like that off my fucking personal record with your family. No, nothing back. Shitbag won't do it. <laughs> Just let it go. 22 years. Send them the episode and the timestamp. Sorted. I think you should yeah. do that. I don't want I don't want Keith Bond to listen to the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd literally win the point for like, oh, he didn't watch porn. What the fuck is he saying on the internet? <laughs> I, so you watch porn on a computer in 1998? 
Yeah. That's mad. I, what? I think yeah. Was, Easily. No. I don't think I watched Born on a Computer till fucking post 2000s, mate. What were you doing in 1999? Let me have a little look it's at it. Let, let me check the timestamp on that. I'm not trying to call you. No, 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 no. I, 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 it all happened. I'm not 100% when it happened. Yeah. It might have It might have been when we were back from uni, sort of like 2000, 2001. Yeah. It's, it's fucking ages ago. <laughs> it was when Bondy lived with his parents, so he was either back from uni, I but in and I around there. Yeah, like, it's I not was... like if it changes to 2001, everyone's going to be like, oh, fucking hell, Dan, give him time well, I was to just, come I was, clean. I was thinking back, and I was thinking, I'm sure I still had VHSs then. Did you have porn on video? Uh, mate, I... Weirdly, I thought about this the other day because I parked by Moorfield. The first porn I ever bought was from... I had to go into the fucking porn shop by... It's called Private by Moorfield Station. <laughs> 45 quid a video it was, right? <laughs> and I brought it in. I still, still remember that it was amateur British slut. Uh, God. And it was like... 45 quid for the amateur stuff. <laughs> mate, I'm into the amateur stuff, though. Like I like a, I like a, so, yeah, same I like here. a rough bear, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it all... I don't. I even like it. I, can't, I even I can't like. Relate. The, I've said this before. I like it when you can see the reality of like yeah. car keys on the side, and I almost like that look of regret as well. Like oh, bloody hell, what am I first, doing? The first time I ever saw, you know, like we're talking about, fa- like we, me and me mate, me best mate from school when we were about fucking must have been about twelve, found his mum and dad's porn. It was a red video, right? And you like we're fucking, you're like, oh, what's that? That's fucking, gonna be a fucking porn. Put it in, right? We had fucking we had, we'd wedge the chair up against the door so no one could come in because they were having like a party downstairs. And we were like, oh. oh my god, that's high risk. Porn, yeah, yeah, that. yeah. And we put it on, mate. I wish I'd never ever watched it. It was the most fucking extreme porn. It was still, it's still to this day some of the most extreme porn I've ever seen. I what? think that's that's with the internet. I don't reckon it had come close to the stuff I watch when I'm hungover. Mate, it no, was no, no. But this is a moment. This is like a unbelievably like there was a this woman getting absolutely like because he was a black fella and she was a white woman right so it was all black like interracial porn right and there was like six of the fucking biggest black dudes with these fucking big massive dicks she was a woman. black white like, woman he all, was a black cream. man and then the, I, I still remember it to this day I still remember it they got a glass slapped that on the belly and all the cum just come out into the oh! glass and then they made the drink it. Order, order, order. Order. I, and we were both sat there like going just traumatised what's that like, called What's yeah. that? What's that called? What's Slapping them on the belly. That's got to have a name. You know, like Arabian thingy goggles when you teabag. What's the slap on the belly and the empty the Hoover? Well, there's the meme. <laughs> what are we doing with our life? Oh, oh God. Right, that's the longest, that's a pod- longest podcast oh, we've ever done. These these ones with guests are going to be absolutely epic. Why would we get Paul here to be like, 45. listen, like, just keep it tight. <laughs> hey, you know your DMT story. Red light on twenty. <laughs> He'd fucking running anyway. Fucking we'll get to that next time he's on. Empty in the Hoover. Go and check Paul's stand up out. I'm sure you already have. Uh, he's got fucking hours and hours of it on YouTube, and he yeah. will be going on tour as soon as lockdown's over. Uh, thanks for coming on. <laughs> nice one, Lib. Bye, Felicia. Bye, everyone. Bye.